M O N D A Y S U C K S. Shut up, Jimmy! Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage in Jorge's pants. Jorge, that pipe smoker and uncircumcised Cuban, engage in a pickler dance. I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed in a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday, and then ask him to rape my bun. Jesus Christ, over and over again. Though I would not feel remorseful, no, and I would not. Be ashamed about a ginger and moke union, just bone him and stroking away. Boy, baby, Kelly, you're not my type. No. You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Hey. Only a macho, manly guy. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my bulbous, veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport pole if I was not the closet fay. That's why a Ginger and Moke union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my bouncing balls. Yeah, a Ginger and Moke union would make my sorrel bony ass feel safe. If we had a Ginger and Moke gay union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped.
Dropping like flies. They're dropping like flies. It's hard to even keep track anymore. You know, we're going to have to start making a list, aren't we? And I think we can all agree. Maurice Gibb is dead. That's all I can tell you. And I'm going home. To mourn? To mourn. Don't, no, we can all agree that that was the greatest BG song ever, that one right there, Nights on Broadway. No argument. Can't we? There you go. And even Carlos, who has no idea who the BGs even were, he says yes. How do you like that? I bet you even Muff would come stick his head in the door and say, no question about it, that was the greatest BG. Not that I'm not going to play all the other ones, because that will kill a lot of good time today. But And there are a lot of great other ones, too. There are many other great ones. Now, see, the problem that the BGs had and still have is that there are some of you macho assholes out there who won't admit that you like the BGs because they were associated with disco. Ow! Disco, and no macho man, you know, will admit that he likes disco. Now I can admit it because I'm, you know, a little fag. But yeah, yeah. Uh, right, exactly. Wonder if Mo liked uh, the Bee Gees. You think? Not that we really care. They certainly beat Wayne Newton, uh, Adele. Maybe the old Bee Gees. Old Bee Gees, what? <laughs> he gives me the heebie-jeebies, is what he gives me. But anyway, family's pretty pissed, by the way. The family of singer Maurice Gibb of the Bee Gees, who died age 53 yesterday in Miami, said they were questioning his final hospital treatment, the BBC says. Maurice's brother Barry said the family would fight to discover the truth about his death after abdominal surgery at Mount Sinai Medical Center, the BBC reported today. From the fact that they had to operate on Maurice during the shock of cardiac arrest is very questionable and will pursue every factor Every element, every second of the timeline of the final hours of Maurice's life, Barry told BBC Radio. We will pursue that relentlessly. That'll be our quest from now on, he said. There was no immediate comment from the hospital, of course. They're tight-lipped. Maurice, whose harmonies with his twin Robin and elder brother Barry, 55, helped create one of the best-selling groups of the rock and roll era, collapsed on Thursday at his Miami home after suffering intense stomach pain and was rushed to Mount Sinai Hospital. 
He experienced cardiac arrest before a surgery on an intestinal blockage, the hospital said. Is that the same outside hospital that nearly killed me with that uh, gallbladder? Yes. How many are there? They're all over, they're all over the world. No, I mean here in town. One. Okay. After the operation and until he died, he was listed in critical but stable condition. And all of a sudden... He died? Yeah. No time of death was given, but it appeared to have been very early yesterday. Maurice born on the Isle of Man, not to be confused with the Isle of Wight, and raised in Manchester, that's not Manchester, New York, that's England, had been a heavy drinker and briefly dabbled in cocaine before sobering up in the early 1990s, and now he died. he's dead. Our poll from uh, Friday, we had an unbelievable response before we get to today's Bee Gees poll. 1,664 votes. I think that's a post-alien record. I could be wrong about that. Maybe Eric in his spare time might check on that, but not important. Like I said, forget about it, Eric. And it's pretty heavy-duty total, wouldn't you agree? 1,664 Indeed. vote. That's probably because it's so negative. Anyway. <laughs> I've been psychoanalyzing Yeah. That. Why don't you analyze that for us while I'm reading the results? How come I'm so goddamn negative? Because everybody's dying. Who is the luckiest person on the face of the earth, we asked. Most success, least talent. And after we do the break, then we'll tell you. Well, we got to do the break. We actually got some spots today. Oh! Let's hear it. We got some spots. That's the good news. The bad news is that P.D. Lenny was here in the studio this morning. Makes me physically ill when I see him. Makes me very, very, very upset to see old Leatherpuss. And then Troy Stratford, who used to be a good guy, but now walks around very confused all the time, going, yeah. just like Greg Reed all, it always does. He was also in here. Luckily for us, we only spoke, you spoke to Fat Boy on the phone. Even yeah. though he's only like a few yards away down the, down the uh, hall of peace, we didn't have to actually see him this morning. Eleven past nine. No, seriously, that's one of the great things about doing a show from any place else, even like from Buffalo. Well, that's getting carried away, but is that I don't have to see the salespeople. Except for Adam. Adam's a good guy. We like Adam, even though he's kind of depressing, morbid. Right. Always looks like his dog peed on his shoes or something. But other than that, we don't want to see the salespeople. Well, Troy's a good guy. Troy Stratford? Right. He used Normally. to be a good guy. Now you ask him any question, he says, well, uh, I think uh, I, it might be, uh, you know, like that. He doesn't know anything anymore. So I guess he's now worked here long enough that he's confused. Another year's come and gone. It's a new year, and you want a brand new you. And you've made all these resolutions for a new this, a new that, like a new paint job for the house, new carpeting. But what about all the money that costs all of these things? That's right. It costs you a fortune, thousands of dollars. The trick is to make something look brand new when it's not. That's why I've been using dry concepts in my home for over 20 long, excruciating years now. When your carpets are really clean, they do look brand new. And dry concepts is the only service that dry cleans your carpeting, your drapes, your expensive area rugs. And believe me, your friends and everybody you know will think that you replaced your carpeting with brand new. That's how sensational it's going to look and feel and smell. Dry Concepts technicians are schooled and certified by the Institute of Inspection, Cleaning, and Restoration, and they'll leave your carpet soil-free, vibrant in color, and softer to the touch, and smelling lemony fresh. It's a machaya. So don't forget, when it's time to clean your carpets, upholstery, or leather furniture, it's time for Dry Concepts. Problem with pet odors and mildew odors caused by water damage? No problem. Dry Concepts will make them, like I said, fantastic. Owe it to yourself and your carpets to call the professionals because nobody in the world does it like them. Call Dry Concepts toll-free from anywhere, 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071, or just log on to their website at drugconcepts.com. Drug Concepts, clean today, entertain tonight. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Ill? God?
who's that group of Muslims helping terrorists? It's a bunch of backward-thinking fundamentalists, the Taliban. Who are those fanatics that are filled with hate? If you're caught stealing, it's your hand I'll amputate, the Taliban. The Taliban can. The Taliban can cause they rule Afghanistan, but they're up to no good. A Taliban man, he doesn't give a damn about his country's starving masses. Show us where the Khyber passes, so we can go and kick their asses. Rectum. Who keeps all the women covered head to toe? It could be Osama under there, you'd never know. The Taliban. The Taliban can. The Taliban can, cause they rule Afghanistan, but they're up to no good. All right. 917 and 560 WQAM. Happy Monday to you, the fact that we are mourning for Maurice Gibb. Why is it that some people call him Morris? His name is not Morris. They were Morris. saying it all over the news. I Morris. don't care what they were saying. His name has always been Maurice Gibb. It reminds me of like Terrell Owens. He was always Terrell Owens before. I think just T.O. is simple enough. The football player that you're very right. fond of. I mean, how, I don't go for that. No, I've always said Maurice. Or hey. His, uh, his friends call him Mo. So anyway, Eric faxes me and reminds me that uh, the highest vote count we ever had on our website, 2,332, was on November 8, 2000. If you're voting on Election Day, who are you voting for? And, uh, man, Gore, 1,692, Bush, 428, Nader, 104. You assholes that voted for Nader, shame on you! These lunatics in there are going to blow the whole goddamn world up if we give them a chance and you help to put them in there. You Nader lickers, you idiots, you fools, you morons. M-O-R-O-N, like Mo would say. Harry Brown, 77. Who the hell is Harry Brown? Harry Brown? Don't you remember? Is he kin to Fudge Brown? Or Fudge Packer? Huh? No, I don't remember. <laughs> no, me either. I remember the name. Harry no, Brown? Nothing about him, yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. Pat Buchanan, 31. Probably those old Jews in Palm Beach that voted for Pat Buchanan thought they were voting for Gore. Shame on you, too. Oh, they're probably dead by now. So that was the record breaker. Highest vote count ever. Even higher than Alien? Wow. Anyway, so we had 1,600 still going on now. 1,667 votes. Who's the luckiest person in the world? Most successful, least talent. We'll go from the bottom up. Mer Merv Griffin, only three. And I guess they figure one of two things. Either they have no idea who that is, or they know he started all those very popular uh, quiz shows. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, huh? Sure, that's something. Anyway. And she sure did uh, do that. Oh, sorry, Merv. Wayne Newton, 7. Bruce Springsteen, 11. Barbara Walla, 13. That was George's choice. Way down near the bottom, George. Sorry. Madonna, 16. Tom Okoff, 17. Martha Stewart, 17. Regis Philbin, 19. Pamela Lee, 20. Sly Stallone, 23. Tom Arnold, 28. Jerry Springer, 30. Bill Gates, 37. And then it goes, then it starts moving way up to the important people. Eminem, 62. Rosie O'Donnell, 66. <laughs> Larry King, 73. Blow me $50. Vanna White did a great job. Didn't I tell you she would do better? 
She was a late addition, which I again apologize for the oversight. 76 for Vanna, the letter turner. And then we get into the main contenders in triple digits. Oprah, 153. And Nicole Smith, 388. And George W. Bush, winning by over 200 votes, 608. You ready for that? 608 votes for El Presidente, whose middle name is... How do you like that? Here's today's poll. What's your take on the Bee Gees? I was going to do what's your favorite Bee Gees song, but that would assume that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, Tom, we could have done that. Right, it would assume that somebody has a Bee Gees, a favorite Bee Gees song. What does that mean? There are no, there would have been categories on there like there are in here. You'll, I oh, always, okay. I always give those people a place to go. You, you would know have what put I mean? ah on there. Yeah, like that. But maybe we'll do that tomorrow. In fact, maybe we'll milk the Bee Gees all week. How's Andy Gibb doing? Anyway, here's our... Okay, so that... What, what, he's still dead. That's the response to that. Quit being such a pussy, will you, Carlos? He's been dead for a long time, Andy Gibb. Plus, did he ever do any good music? No. No. Bubblegum. Right. I mean, that doesn't mean we wanted him to die. There are a lot of people who never did any good music who pretended to, but uh, that doesn't mean we want him to die, necessarily. Right. Right? Not necessarily. We'll think about it for a while, and I'm sure we'll come up with some that... Anyway... But the Bee Gees, his brothers, the rest of the group, did uh, fantastic music. Even if you don't want to admit it, even if you hated disco. Even if you think that they sounded like a little bit on the... Uh, Faith side? Twerpy side. Hey, if it was good enough for Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, they were doing falsetto before the Bee Gees. Sure. Right? Right. So what's wrong with that? And they didn't just do disco either. The Bee Gees. Did I say they just did disco? No, but that's what a lot of people think. That's part of their stigma. Is this disco? No. Absolutely not. No. It's schmaltz. Uh, it's real schmaltz. I'm going back to Massachusetts. In fact, somebody in the building said they didn't give two chits about whether uh, Maurice Gibb died. Didn't he just say Massachusetts chits? That's not what he said. Anyway, here's our poll today. What's your take on the Bee Gees? Now that Maurice Gibb is that Morris, I don't care how you say it, because quite frankly, does it make a difference at this point? No. No. Here are your five choices. As always, a magnificent poll. Great. One of the best groups ever. Good. Okay. Okay. I like some of their music. The Bee Gees suck, or who are the Bee Gees? Now, doesn't that cover everything from pillar to post? Pretty much. From coast to coast? I think so. What's your take on the Bee Gees. Great, one of the best groups ever. Good. Okay, I like some of their music. The Bee Gees suck. Or, who are the Bee Gees? And the family's pissed off and fired up. Here's our first call of the brand new week before I even get to vote. Well, I can't get to vote because he hasn't put it up there yet. He will. Eric's right on top of it. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm Jose from Fort Lauderdale. What is it? Jose, my name, Jose. Yeah, Jose. They were great. I love the BJs. They really? The BJs? Yeah, yeah you yeah. like the BJs, all right. I forgot to ask him, giving or receiving. Now, here's a fact that says, see, I don't understand this. How can you mend a broken heart? It just it just says that. It doesn't maybe, say... Maybe he's asking the question. Probably with masking tape. Huh? Staples. Staples? Super glue. Crazy glue, maybe? Eh... Uh, I mean, what the hell does that mean? Body putty? Yeah. I can think of younger days 
when living for my life. Too bad we're on a crappy AM station with a crappy signal. It really breaks my heart, you know it? And they live, how long did they live here? For crying out loud, they were a fixture even longer than Anita Bryant. Over there on Star Island, isn't that where they live, the Bee Gees? Yes, yes Star Island. And you think that considering the fact that you got, what do we got here? You got Casey and the Sunshine Band. Now, what are you giving me a look like that for, God damn it? This Carlos, I think he's on real, real borrowed time, if you ask me. Doesn't like chocolate. Doesn't like chocolate. Doesn't like Gacy and the Sunshine Band. What else? Shame on you, mister. Oh, that's right. That was that was all disco. Madonna. Madonna hangs out over there on the beach every now and then, runs around naked. Right. Marilyn Manson. I don't know if he's still around here. but Marilyn he's Manson? He's a local boy. Is here? You know. No, he's from here. Oh, but he don't live here. I'm talking about people who live here. Madonna's not from here either, but there are a lot of these famous people. You know, since South Beach became the plastic, the happening thing, a lot of these people, Sly Stallone was here for a while, and luckily we moved him out. All right. Good. When in doubt, kick his ass out. We got enough stupid people here already without him. But the Bee Gees are like a fixture here. You think that, just like last week, you think the phones would be ringing off the hook with people calling with their recollections of the Bee Gees and with all. Wouldn't you think that? No. Why not? Because of where we are. Because it's oh, our that. audience. Because this place. Speaking of our audience, we uh, were corrected by a couple of callers who said they live on North Bay Road, north of Mount Sinai, not on Star Island. Maybe they did. Want they to used to live on Star Island. Island. Let me tell you right now, Mister. They once upon a time they lived on Star Island. I think, but maybe not. Huh? I know Anita Bryant once lived on, so that's probably when they moved out. So they lived near Mount Sinai Hospital. Well, that's bad luck for them, you know what? That's a bad break. Because let me tell you right now, from my personal gallbladder experience, Mount Sinai Hospital is not a place you want to be going into unless you're not planning on coming out. Follow my drift? No, what do you If saying? you think it's only like a one-way trip, going in, but you don't, it's like the Roach Motel where they check in, but they don't check out. That's, to me, what I think of Mount Sinai Hospital over there on Miami Beach. Not that I want to get personal with them or anything like that, but I just happen to hate that place like poison. Like poison. Okay? Which I'm entitled to my opinion. I hate them like poison. Just kind of like the way Hank feels about Mo. Fisher Island, someone called to say, is uh, where the Fisher Island was it? How about there. Mrs. Carl Fisher? From the wonderful Isle of Dreams. It almost inspires me to play that, but we don't have time for that because we got all these BG songs to play today, and not one call on the board. Not a single call. We had the other guy who called who said he likes a good BJ. He's a little bit confused. He's got a bad radio. Well, I think he said what he meant to say. No, I'm sure he did. And who could argue with it, something like that? 26 past 9 at 560 w WQAM. What a crew, man. What a crowd in this town. Heartless, grotesque, cruel, insensitive, hostile, no feelings, no emotion. They're like uh, a bunch of automatons, as somebody once said. 927. I'm not going to get whipped up about it. A few people don't care. That's your problem. We care here on this show. We've got, we've got sensitivity on this show. We've got feeling. Chaos, whatever the hell that means in Egyptian. Holidays are over, New Year's here, it's time to get serious about those New Year's resolutions. That's what Troy Stratford said. Get off your lazy ass and keep true to your New Year's resolution to improve your health and start losing that weight. In fact, just in the last week or two, they've been telling you now, as if we didn't already know that, that fat takes years off your life. It's ugly, it's grotesque, and it's debilitating. So if you want to lose the weight, everybody and their brother is peddling you some lose-weight deal. Here's the answer for you. Lose it the delicious and safe way with Balance for Life. They provide all the food, which makes it so damn easy. 
instead of you having to figure out, well, what can I eat and what can't I eat and what uh, should I buy? You don't buy anything except the Balance for Life food that delivers right to your door in your little black sack by 6 o'clock every morning of your life at your home, at your office, wherever you're going to be at 6 in the morning. No cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no worries, no calorie counting, no carb counting. Balance for Life combines the knowledge of the zone diet and delivers those three delicious gourmet meals and two delicious snacks right to your doorstep every day. So get with a real proven weight loss program, not some crazy regimen that won't work, and you'll wind up gaining more back than you had in the first place. Balance for Life really gets the job done. Take a look at the beast. We've saved his life and made him look almost human. He's still working on it. Call Balance for Life today and keep that New Year's resolution, at least the one about losing weight and getting healthy and looking good again. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. Or visit their most prestigious website at balanceforlife.com. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Dumb as dirt. Hi, I'm Joey D, formerly of Joey D and the Starlighters. I'm also founder of the Rock and Roll Rest Home, where we provide care and treatment for many of the rock and roll stars you've loved so much in the past, but whose lives have been destroyed by crooked record companies. Stars like Mr. D. Clark over here. You can plainly see why we need your help. Over here we have Danny Lupitas, who sang rhythm for the Gavones. Every now and then I try to help him out. It's okay, Danny. It's okay, calm down. I will help you. I wonder why I love you like I do. Please show your support by sending your checks to 442 Glenwood Avenue in Surf City. Our email address is brunswick.swan. For more information, just call Beachwood 45789. Thank you. Wonderful WQAM. Guy. Yes.
and Bob Seger and Leon Russell. Now get out of here, Mom. Okay, we're doing a little music seminar here. As a matter of fact, it's a little prelude. QM's going back to all music oh! starting uh, tomorrow, starting today. Get that sports crap off the air already. All the Jets people. What are you belly aching about? They had a big year. That kid, Chad Pennington, who looks like a real goofball with elephant ears, but nevertheless, had a big year. He just kind of like uh, not ready for prime time yet, you know? He was overthrown receivers by 5, 10 yards, and then when he would actually hit him, they dropped the ball. Hey, there you go, Chad. <laughs> dropped it. But, uh, you know, give him credit where credit is due. And, of course, a lot of the Dolphin fans are saying, oh, thank God, the Jets lost. We feel better now, right? Thank God. It's just like people like Gloria Estefan are probably saying, well, I don't want to say that. Because, as I said to you off the air after the last break, or during the last break, or in around the last break, what a disgrace that the great music from the 70s that was made here in South Florida, the music that lasts for a lifetime, eternally for centuries, uh, was replaced by people like Gloria Estefan and the unctuous Miami Sound Machine and that swill, that crap, garbage. We're embarrassed and humiliated about it. Because once upon a time, what about uh, um, Hughes Corporation? Rock the Boat? Right, what about him? George McRae? That was all recorded down here. Really? That was here? Yes. Good. Excellent. Everything, I don't remember the name of the studio. What was the name of the studio? We're all at the KC and the Sunshine Band. All that good uh, disco stuff, and even the bad disco stuff, most of it was recorded right down here. Somebody will know. Somebody will know. Here's a facts, and intemperate facts, disgraceful. Which of the brothers, Gibb, was it that croaked Maurice or Morris, depending on how you be saying it? I hate to speak ill of the dead, he says, but that band sucked slash sucks. How's the poll coming? Let's see. What's your take on the BG? 67 votes on there already. Great. One of the best groups ever, 23. Okay, I like some of their music, 22. The BG suck, 11. Good, 7. Who are the BGs for? Criteria. So, criteria. That's what I thought it was. It says maybe Gildy is actually the Gibb with that no balls voice is. Now you may be getting a little warmer on this fax. Maybe he's kin. You know what I mean? I think you do. I'm living in Chicago now, says this faxer, but I have the opportunity to move back to my beloved South Florida. Are you out of your mind? You're living in Chicago, but have the opportunity to live, move back here to paradise. Which city do you think I should move to? I remember thinking that Hialeah would be a great place to raise my kids. <laughs> yeah, right next door to the racetrack would be a good place. The flamingos are getting lonely. Hey, you can take the metro rail. On second thought, I'll stay here and freeze my nuts off. He says, it beats having 200 Julios blocking an interstate highway because they're pissed about something. Thank God for the webcast. It says, here's what Chicago is saying, and then it says, yo, 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 let's rape Mo, is what it says. That's what they're saying in Chicago from coast to coast. We're going to put that grizzled old fart on the map again. Yo, 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 let's rape Mo is big coast to coast. Pot activists can smoke and drive. Pembroke, Ontario. But I tell you, the, the pot laws in Canada are crumbling as we speak. Falling apart. Going by the wayside. It says, an eastern Ontario man has won his court battle to toke and drive in what could become a precedent-setting case. Did we, we never found this to put on there, did we? Because I looked it up on uh, Can Canadian Press, couldn't find it. Rick Reamer... A former, no relation to Rick Riley, by the way, and George and I discussed it before the show today. We took about 20, 30 seconds to discuss it. We decided we don't like Rick Riley. Rick Reamer, a former lawyer and marijuana activist who had a joint in his hand when police pulled him over, was acquitted Wednesday of driving while impaired by marijuana. This, again, is in eastern Ontario, Canada. 
There wasn't enough evidence to prove the multiple sclerosis sufferer who has an exemption to smoke pot was impaired beyond a reasonable doubt, Justice Bruce McPhee be saying. In the absence of objective expert testimony, without the opportunity to witness Reamer straight, since he was never during the, uh, since he was never was uh, during the trial, well, he was never straight during the trial. McPhee said he couldn't convict. Well, he was stoned out of his mind during the trial. He's got MS. Don't be such a hard ass. I'm happy. I think it's the right verdict, Reamer said. What I'm hoping now uh, will happen will be that more debate on the issue, and through democratic process, our government will decide, well, do we need a law, and if so, what kind of law do we need? What kind of investigative tools do the police need? These are all issues surrounding marijuana that have been ignored. So there you go. Another one bites the dust. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. All that great uh, Miami sound stuff, the original Miami sound stuff, was uh, was brought by uh, Henry Stone. It was TK. It was the studio and the label. Right. The TK Records, right. Yeah, and they had, you know... Uh, Foxy and uh, and uh, Dorothy Moore and uh, all those great groups from uh, from Miami. It's an amazing amount of hit records. Uh, mm-hmm. Even uh, uh, Ring My Bell, you know that, right. was, that was like That's one right. of the last big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an amazing. Might uh, have to amazing. play all of that stuff today. <laughs> it was a great time, and it was really great music. And, and you're right. Unfortunately, people think that the real Miami sound was that that stuff that came afterward, and it was. It was really that first batch. Like there. Gloria Stefan. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, kudos to you for realizing and recognizing the original Miami sound. Thanks a lot, pal. You bet. See ya. There you go. There's a guy that appreciates what was really going on here once upon a time. When this used to be a pretty damn good town, I'll tell you, back in the 70s. And then? Oh, and then. 9.42 at 5.60 WQAM. Hey, guys, the New Year's here. If your New Year's resolution is a high-paying computer career, now is the time to act. To be doing it. Fast Train is holding a free career seminar this Tuesday evening, tomorrow night, at its Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations. This is a free, underline it again, free seminar. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. That's 866-FAST-TRAIN. Make 2003 the year you're in a high-paying computer job. Say goodbye to that crappy dead-end job and your crappy old boss with a hole in his head. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a real sucky job, this could be the most important 15 minutes you'll be spending in your life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for your dream job in just four short months. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They have convenient day, evening, weekend classes for you. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat for tomorrow night. For directions, just check out Fast Train on the web at FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Yo, yo, let's rate oh, Radio Big Shot. All right. That's how we pass the time away in the gay old jail of Oz. Oh! Live from the sun and fun capital of the world, Miami Beach, Florida, it's the Latin Grammy Hey! Oh, oh, mayor of Miami, I cannot allow the communists to lock Bam Bam or the Pebbles and Bam Bam. Mr. Michael, uh, please, don't leave your money going. Please, the Miami Tourism Council wants to assure everyone that we'll be perfectly safe. Cue the music. In Miami Event of something happening to me. 
There is something I would like you all to see. He died? It's just a photograph of someone that I knew. Have you seen my wife, Mr. Jones? No. Do you know what it's like on the outside? Don't go talking too loud, you'll cause a landslide, Mr. Jones. I keep straining my ears to hear a sound Maybe someone is digging underground Or have they given up and all gone home to bed Thinking those who once existed must be dead Have you seen my wife, Mr. Jones? Do you know what it's like?
Well, I mean, I put it on there because I know a lot of people would say right. that. Right. Uh, some, a few, few assholes, few insensitive uh, brutes. Good, 19, they were good. And who are the BG6? Probably six punks or six drunks. Or maybe uh, a bunch of Schwarzers, I don't know. They don't They don't like the Bee Gees. Why, why wouldn't they? I guess the young ones did wouldn't. Dark folk, because they're busy listening to hip-hop. they got 14 hip-hop stations on here now. But the dark folks. you got 25 stick stations, 14 hip-hop stations. Mm -hmm. What chance have we got? We got any chance? No. None. Oh, and the book comes out Friday, don't forget. Oh, that's going to be a bad day for this place. <laughs> yeah, can you smell it? I can already smell the aroma of people passing voluminous amounts of gas in the hallway. When at uh, around 11.30 on Friday morning, boys and girls, be sure and tell everybody the winter book, the rating book, comes out. Of course, now that we're free from George's numbers in the summertime, I mean, we decided that Rick Riley is a vulture who's hovering over your ass just waiting for the opportunity to swoop right in. Isn't no it the chance, fall book Rick. that's coming out? The what? Isn't it the fall book that's what coming out? What did I say? The winter book? Okay, so I'm getting like Tom Jicka. Oh, and Tom is back in Hollywood again, you notice? He's back out there getting wined and dined. It's uh, like uh, halftime, I guess. And so he's getting winded on. All of his columns, again, are just generic columns about TV shows. Now he's even got one about, what was the one today about uh, some crap? You're out of touch, Tom. You're not in touch with the local community here. Spending too much time out of town, and even when you're in town, not writing a damn thing about local TV or radio. You bald-headed geek. I hope every horse you bet on falls down at the track. Doesn't get hurt, but falls down. Gets left in the gate. Throws the jockey. We don't want anybody to get hurt, but... Their 1977 contributions to the Saturday Night Fever album made the, see, to me, the music from that, so, that movie was what the movie was all about. Somebody would say, that was John Travolta. No. It made the movie. There could have uh, been a movie without Of course, music. that is absolutely correct, sir. It was like a video for the album. Made it the best-selling movie soundtrack ever, with more than 40 million copies sold among their disco hits on the album, Staying Alive, More Than a Woman, How Deep Is Your uh, Love, and Night Fever. The Bee Gees became members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and won seven Grammy Awards. Their last album in 2001 titled This Is Where I Came In, and I guess this is where Maurice checks out. And they're pretty pissed off about it. They're foaming at the mouth about Mount Cyanide. Speaking of that album, if I'm not mistaken, If I Can't Have You was also a really big hit, even though it was some bitch, uh, Yvonne Elman, sang it. They wrote it. Didn't I just say here earlier, they, uh, maybe I didn't read that, that they wrote songs for other, uh, yeah. Now, let's see, playing, uh, Paying the Price of Love, Night and Size, was the album, 1993, which I just happen to have in my hands right here, because I guess nobody decided to steal that from our studio here. The Bee Gees' yes. greatest hits, they did steal, but nevertheless, I was able to compensate for that. Because we have a lot of light-fingered assholes in this building, and because of the fact that we have no control over who comes in and out of here, and because everybody's in and out, in and out, it's like a goddamn whorehouse, a lot of in and out going on here. Like a flop house. So it's really difficult to keep a grasp on your goods. You know what I'm saying? And one thing you always try to keep is a grasp on your goods. This is a pretty good article here. This is from the Boston Globe. Of course, you'd expect them to have a better article than these local fish wrappers here. And they did. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line as we excoriate Gloria Stefan and her husband and talk about how wonderful the Bee Gees were and the music of that era. Aren't we right? Yes, we are. Yes. We're going to have 25 people now say the BG suck. We're going to be tracing all of those votes. A big black guy named Ben is going to be standing outside your car when you go to it, not protecting it, just waiting to break your kneecaps. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Okay. How are you? 
I think they started out on Key Biscayne and then they moved to Venetian Causeway, and now they were living here on uh, North Bay Road, so like 20 blocks from the Mount Sinai. Really? Yeah. What so a shame uh, that they had to be near that hospital. You know, Maurice could still be alive today, I bet. Yeah, the funny thing is, I think uh, the two brothers have a house, and in the middle, uh, J-Lo bought one. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No wonder he's dead. I went by there yesterday to see maybe uh, I could get the listing for Maurice, but they weren't uh, able to talk to me yet. God damn. I'm a real estate agent. Anyway, on the... On the Mo Neal standoff, why, why don't you invite him to the, to the show and uh, talk to him on the air? I wouldn't spit on the best part of that creature if we could find it, okay? That would be wonderful. He's not allowed in this, he is not allowed in this studio, sir. Sorry? He's not allowed in this studio. Oh, that, well, you can do it over the phone. Huh? You can do it over the phone. No It'll chance. Great entertainment. No way, Jose. I'll, I'll tell you what, the day that O.J. calls the show and confesses to the murders, that's the day we'll let Mo come on the show, okay? Yeah, man. It's a deal. Let have him on the show be great radio for what? Well, do we want that pompous ass with the bad uh, varicose veins in here? We're kicking ass here, man. The last thing we need is some pasty old Jets fan. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Here's a call from Lake Worth. Hello. Hey Neil, how are you? Okay. Uh, you know, fortunate all these people are dying. But uh, it's also unfortunate I didn't get to hear your comment on uh, on Dr. Laura's uh, mother. What, what happened to her? Do you know? What happened? What do you mean? What happened to her? I know she's dead. Yeah, she was like a recluse. She was living in there, and Dr. Laura obviously was uh, not uh, in communication with her. And she died. That's it. And, uh, and she died so long ago that her body melted into the carpeting, and they couldn't separate it with the crowbar. Month, oh. Months went by. Before yeah, they months went her. by before they found her in that decrepit state. Even worse than Beth's mother from Passions. Horrible. Um, yeah. But, I mean, but it, I mean, nothing. I mean, it, it's sorry when people die, but uh, Dr. Laura, she should have been on one of your no talent, uh, all luck polls. Why wasn't she on there? Uh, she's so small. Bad. She's small potatoes. Uh, yeah, I really can't stand her. She she just makes me sick. I mean, I'm, I wish I uh, had a little bit more balls to say that. Yeah, I'm glad her mother <laughs> was like that. Well, but why blame her mother? Oh, maybe, in maybe fact, the way the way you re, what you really would like to say is you wish her mother had survived and that she would have been in the carpet. <laughs> that might be a little. Am I right? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thank you, and have a great day. And thanks for having the balls to say it like it is, man. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Is a butt? I smell it. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hunt. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on 
his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. WQAM! Uh-huh. Oi! In a life, in a long 
I didn't know he was dead. Certainly could be the theme song for South Florida and what's happened to it over the last 20 years or so. Tragedy. 1007 at 560. We're mourning the death of Maurice Gibb. Morris. I thought Morris was a cat and Maurice was the uh, BG. 248 votes. What's your take on the BGs? Great. One of the best groups ever. 95. 38.3%. Okay. I like some of their music. 60. 24.1%. The BGs suck. 40 people say that. 16.1%. Don't you find that grotesque? Typical. Good, 37, 14.9%. And who are the BGs? 16, 6.4% of this audience say, who'd that be? I think today, as a matter of fact, if this community had any kind of decency or uh, sense of respect, all of the music stations in this community ought to be ceasing their regular programming, don't you think? Sure. I mean, for great. me to have to be doing this on an AM station with a crappy signal that sounds like, <laughs> like that, like, a, like music coming through a strainer, and we understand that, and it's the best we can do. Do we have AM stereo here? No. Are we broadcasting in digital? No. Of course not. We're just taking the money that while we can get it. But I think that all the other stations, including the hip hop and the uh, spic and all these other radio amor, radio uh, hate, whatever they are, should uh, suspend the regular format and play all BGs all day. See, si. don't you think so? Sure. Who else is doing it? What do you mean by that? Besides you, nobody. Right. Not, well, I don't know. How, how do I know? Maybe they are. Maybe maybe Magic is playing all BGs today. Not with that program director they got, because they got to get the foundations in there and build me a Buttercup, and the Righteous Brothers. Maybe like every third song will be the BGs on Magic today. What do you think? We'll get a spy report. Somebody will be tuning around the FM band, finding out if somebody's got the common sense. Now that people are in the mood to like uh, reminisce a little bit, I would think. God almighty, it's just uh, sad. You know, it's like a uh, part of our life is just, uh, you know what I mean? I don't think you do know what I mean. 5670560, oh, there's a call from Orlando. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, the 40 people that say the BG suck, they must think Eminem's a major talent. 43 now, 43 oh as you speak. Well, since your show's been on, you've played songs that I've forgotten about, but I have one for you. How about Run to Me? You know that one? Run to me? Yeah. By the Bee Gees? Yes, sir. Run to me? Uh, I guess it was around 6970. Uh, uh, let me look in my book. I never heard of it. You'll know it when you hear it. Well, how am I going to hear it? When you find it. You going to sing it for us? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, why the hell not? Oh, boy. Well, wait a minute. Let me look in the book here. Okay, Bee Gees, run to me. You're right. Reached number 16. It was 1972. Get your years right. Oh, sorry. Run to me. Well, maybe I'll find it here somewhere. Yeah, and tragedy, that could be what happened to radio, too. Yeah, amen. Uh, great show, Neil. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a great day in Orlando, if that's possible up there, with all those farbists and the glam running around, closing down the strip joints. Run to me. Uh, do you ever remember that? Sure. You do? Yeah. Then how come you didn't say something? What was I supposed to say? You were supposed to say, there was such a song, dummy. Yeah, I thought you were looking it up to find out uh, where it is. So that I don't remember it. the song. I'm sure if I heard it, I would, I'd recognize all of them. Yeah, you would. Well, we have a lot more to play today, like about 100. Jive talking. 
I want to play Nights on Broadway ten times. Uh, I'll say it again. Now, that wasn't their biggest hit. You know what their biggest hit was? I don't know. Staying Alive? Night Fever, eight weeks number one. Okay. Well, look at all the number one hits they had. Good God. How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? Four weeks number one. Jive Talking, two weeks number one. Eh. I'll play it, but I don't like it. How Deep Is Your Love? Three weeks number one. Staying Alive, four weeks number one. Night Fever, uh, eight weeks. Too Much Heaven, two weeks. Tragedy, two weeks. And lo Love You Inside Out was number one for a week. What the hell was that? Love You Inside You'd Out? You'd recognize it if you heard that, too. Love yeah, You Inside yeah. Out? Sure. Uh, you would. Okay. Well, see, I'd have it here. I'd have them all if some asshole hadn't stolen my best of VG CD from in here. CDs. It was a double Yeah, do set. a double set. Do you have any idea how much of my own hard-earned money I spent for that? $18. Probably. Can't afford that. And that's U.S. funds, not Canuck. I'm going to have to replenish all those when I get back to Toronto, because right? it's, uh, you know, that's one of the wonderful things is that 60-cent Canadian dollar. Love it. They don't love it too much up there, eh? But I love it myself. 60 cents on a dollar. Go get a haircut. The haircut there is like 15 bucks. I give the guy a $5 tip. That's 20 bucks Canadian. That's 12 bucks. Where'd you ever get a nice, a good, and I'm, I got a great barber up there, which you notice I'm long overdue. I think I better go up there and get a haircut. Yeah, your sideburns are getting a little shiny. Yeah, a little, oh, nasty. I'm overdue. But I have a great barber, so like 12 bucks for a haircut and a tip for a great haircut. That's just one example. Not to mention like a big, big tub of Nestle's, uh, <laughs> Turtle. Turtle ice cream. Oh, that kid's going to call it again. You called my mother a bitch. Well, that's because she's trying to kill me with goddamn sugar and food. Bitch. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Bastard. So, the man who runs our cults raise our hopes with heaven's gate. Me, I know the spaceship comes from far to take us to our fate. So, I lie down on my bed, on my bed, purple shroud around my head, over my head, I long to leave this planet dead, wish I was dead, and I kill myself for dough, the man who runs our cult. 10-16, by the way, they're having another press conference, the Raelians, only this one's on Uranus. The media, boy, you talk about egg on your puss. Who the hell are you people kidding? Well, we had to report the story. You know that awful show with the Howard Kurtz that really hurts? No. On CNN, that uh, show they have on Sunday mornings. Uh, what the hell are they? I can never think of the name of it because uh, unreliable sources. Oh, that one. Yeah. Oh, well, we had to report it because we carry a lot of live press. And then whoever the hell was critiquing them said, yeah, but this, these are people who claim to have uh, been on Mars and come from some other and talk to people from outer space. Wouldn't you be like a little bit skeptical? God. So speaking of skeptical, look who's throwing his hat in the ring, or throwing his yarmulke in the ring. Using American power. Using American power. Get out of here, Jew Lieberman. Are you a crazy person or what? Good golly, Miss Molly. He couldn't win a fixed election. He couldn't win an election in Shul. That's how weak he is. That's how lame he is. And they're putting on the bottom, oh, he'd be the first Jewish president. Oh, yeah, sure. Lots of luck to you. Maybe he could get Hillary as his running mate. You mean like kind of cinch it? You mean like Dukakis did with Geraldine Ferraro? Yeah, the Democrats have this death wish. Oh, let's let's put the last nails in our coffin and put somebody on the ticket who'll make damn sure we can't possibly win. Oh, but don't you think they're brave by doing that? Let me say it again. This is the only program in America where you'll hear the truth about the night the 2000 election. And you can forget about Ralph Nader if you can. This man right there that's on your screen right now. Store independence to the White House. He cost Al Gore the election. 
Not that Al Gore's any great shakes, but at least he don't want to blow the whole world up yet. But this business of putting the Jew on the ticket, and not just any ordinary pedestrian Jew, but a real, I got it on my sleeve, baby. And keep in mind that being the Orthodox Jew that he is, if he weren't in the Senate, and this is the excuse that he makes, which I think is a pretty lame excuse, if he weren't in the Senate, he'd be walking around with a full wardrobe on. With right. the yarmulke and the tallis and the uh, uh, tefillin. And the fur hat. And the fur, the uh, tzitzis. And how can you walk around in the Senate with tzitzis when we can't even say it on the air? Huh? Jew Lieberman's going to run. Oh, I think it's time for us all to run. Now that's another. Here's a fact that says, great song, Massachusetts. I'm going back to Massachusetts. Something's telling me I must go home. Jeff High's neighbor, David, put with your faxes already, okay? You're not funny and you're getting on my nerves now. Anyway, Light 101, thank you, Win, one of our regular faxes. Light 101.5 is playing the Bee Gees all day. Oh! And I think that if our buddy down the hall, Kid Scurvy, if he had any class, any balls, what are you smirking about? What? Don't you think that those kids, those punks, those illiterates, those degenerates have heard enough of that boom, 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 that crap? No. Yes? Not according to them. Well, according to me, they have. Just this one day, just this one time, Kay, I'll let you ask me about my business. Come on, kid, get some Bee Gees on there, baby. In fact, I think what we ought to do is just get right up, walk down the hall, and move our show for just this one day to uh, power on FM. I mean, what's the point of my playing all this great music on AM where it sounds like crap, like swill? I'm embarrassed. Now, let me ask you, how about when I was playing music in Toronto? Remember that one show I did? Yeah. Or a couple of shows? Mm-hmm. How did that sound? It sounded great in here. What what does that mean? In these studios down the line? Yeah. It sounds great. On the air. Oh, on the air. Oh, <laughs> down the line. Oh, you should hear how it sounds in my studio up there. No, seriously, I have these two great speakers like on stands, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. 
In fact, even on the Boca Brian bits that are in, you know, like in stereo, and I'm hearing, right. I'm hearing stuff that I never heard before. Oh, he puts way more work into those than anybody should. Exactly. I have no idea why. For the CDs. 310 votes on the pool. What's your take on the Bee Gees? In case you've been sleeping, Maurice Gibbon, the Bee Gees, died yesterday at Mount Sinai Hospital. And the family's pretty damn upset. He had intestinal blockage. They rushed him to the hospital on Thursday. Uh, suffered cardiac arrest before the operation. And then they went in there and operated. And all of a sudden, bada bing, yesterday morning, just when it seemed like he was coming back and, uh, and you know, upgraded his condition. And <laughs> that was it. He died yesterday. And the family is investigating each and every movement, every moment, just like I should have done after they damn near killed me with that, oh, that gallbladder operation, it's a piece of cake. That's what Fat Rich told me. And if anybody knows about a piece of cake, usually cheesecake, it's the fat man. I lost so much blood that it was like, uh, it was like current carpenter almost on that bed. Horrible. Awful experience. And then I had to fight my way out of there. They wanted to keep me there, keep those bills building up for a few more days on my insurance. Had to force my way out of there. Mount Cyanide. Good line, George. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Hey, morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, yeah, I just want to tell you, you know, about the pronunciation between Morris and Maurice. Yes. Actually, uh, uh, it, it seems that Morris was the actual pronunciation, pronunciation of his name, not not Maurice. Well, how do you know that? Well, you, you, when you say it seems, I mean, it seems based on what? Well, I mean, from what I've heard, and every time I hear his name pronounced, you nobody know, you know, the Gibbs themselves, it's Morris. So yeah. apparently that's how it's I name thought Morris was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, um, you know, about Run to Me. Yeah, yeah, Run to Me is the great lost Bee Gees hit. It was, it was big in early 72. I mean, if you hear it, you, you never recognize it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'll, I'll get a hold of it between now and tomorrow. Oh, also about, about George, uh, George McCray. Anyway, on, uh, uh, on his hit, it was, uh, uh, Rock Me Baby, yes. Yeah, Rock, Rock Me Baby. Anyway. Rock Your Baby? Yeah, right. Anyway, it was the Sunshine Band who was backing him up without Casey. How do you like that? Yeah, really. I knew that was done down here. That was the TK Records, right? Right, right, exactly. Okay, thanks. Okay. And see ya. Got it. Yeah, those were the good days. I don't care what anybody says. Early 70s through the, uh, and then that jackass up there in Chicago, Steve Dahl. Wasn't he the one that did that burning the disco records at Comiskey Park? And all that crap about disco sucks. You suck, Steve. I've heard Steve Dahl on the air. Oh, man, he's bad. He's terrible. Maybe once upon a time he was good. Kind of like Imus, you know, who was good like uh, 100 years ago. And then became like an old curmudgeon with that leather jacket sitting in the chair there. Oh, with his head down, chawing on that gum. You know why he chews on a gum, don't you? Alky? Oh, you said that. Well, at least he's not sitting there drinking Diet Coke by the gallon, I like know. some uh, alcoholics we've known in his business. Maybe he keeps that under the The good concept. news is that Tommy Kramer from back in our Paxson days didn't do drugs back when it was fashionable not in the drop. 60s and 70s. Not a line, not a token. There wasn't one day that went by that he didn't remind us that he didn't do drugs, even though he looked like he did. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. I think it was got to the point where he wanted to see if we'd believe it. Quite frankly, we don't care. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, I play the drums in a band, and I recorded in uh, Studio Sunshine Studios in 1984. We had a rehearsal. There was a Gees recorded there. Right. KC and the Sunshine Band. Uh huh. The studios off the Palmetto on 58th Street. It was a warehouse, and they converted it into a recording studio. 
And Grand Funk Railroad also recorded uh, the last album there. How do you like that? In the late 70s. Hmm. And my guitar player, he uh, he knew KC personally. Oh. And he let, us, he let us use the studio and all the equipment to record there. That was in 1984. So I just thought I'd let you know that. Thanks for the good news. Okay, have a good one. You too. How do you like that? He knew KC personally. I know KC. KC was in my house. In my gigantic house that I used to have in Plantation. Yeah. Did that show on Zeta that one day? Casey was in there, the bird. The Gansa Mishpacha. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. There's a bad thing going on, boys and girls. People are dying. They're dropping like flies. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Go back to Canada, you Jew bastard. I'm too sexy for my foreskin. Too sexy for my foreskin. Too sexy for a circumcision. Too sexy for my foreskin. Too sexy for my foreskin. Too sexy for a circumcision. I'm too sexy for a snip. Too sexy for my tip. Too sexy for a tip clip. Yes, I am a model. Can't you see my stuff through my pant leg? Yes, through my pant leg. My religion. My religion is clear through my pant leg. Yes, through my pant leg. Too sexy for a trim, too sexy with Slim Jim, too sexy for my foreskin. I don't, to me it's crazy. I don't understand you people. You cut it off before you know how big it's going to get. Your boy's going to grow up, he's going to have no place to stick his gum when he's not chewing it. To me that... We're hopping in the time machine, won't you come along and dream? No. Here's a golden vector from WQAM, right now. Right. Yes. 
thought the Bee Gees was beside the quality of the music is that most of the cuts are really long. Oh, right. I, I just mentioned that in passing. And you'd also have to agree with me that the disco scene from Airplane... Uh, we were just talking about that. Really? Really? was even better than in Saturday Night the season. Carlos was just saying how this reminds him of that as opposed to the movie. Oh, absolutely. That was one of the great movies of all time. Anyway, this is fantastic. Uh, at the risk of being insensitive, you know, in the beginning of that song, can I just play the first little, uh, again? Now listen to the first, the beginning of the lyrics, what he's saying in that high falsetto voice, which I always found ironic and most amusing every time I, which I like the song a lot. It's great, but that high... See what I'm saying? Doesn't that sound like a woman's man when you're singing that voice? Sounds, Sounds more like, like a man's, a man's man. <laughs> Anyway... Got some more bad news. Oh, no, they're dropping like flies. British glam rock star Mickey Finn, bongo player with the 1970s band T-Rex, has died in hospital at age 55, his manager said yesterday. Oy. Oh, He died? Barry Newby said Mr. Finn died in hospital in Croydon, south of London, on Saturday night after an illness. Mickey had been having health problems for a while, Newby told Reuters. Newby said Mr. Finn was thought to have died of kidney and liver problems, but the exact cause of death hadn't been announced. Formed by flamboyant lead singer Mark Boland in 1967, T-Rex uh, T shot to fame with hits such as Get It On, Hot Love, and Children of the Revolution in the early 70s. The band was originally called Tyrannosaurus Rex, but the name was shortened to T-Rex in 1970 after Mr. Finn joined, replacing original member Steve Took. I heard Steve took him for a sleigh ride. The band achieved a huge following in Britain, sparking a period of T-Rex-tacy among devoted fans, but achieved more limited popularity in the U.S. and elsewhere. Credited with introducing the phenomenon of glam rock to pop music and influencing artists such as David Bowie, the band played to crowds of up to 100,000 and sold 39 million albums, according to Rolling Stone magazine. By the way, it's Morris Gibb, that guy said. I always called him Maurice, okay? So did everybody else. Well, does it make a difference now? Like we no. said before, probably not. Also, at the risk of being insensitive, I could probably tell my America West story again about how we got bumped off. And see, what really pissed me off more than anything else is that they lied to people from America Worst Airlines. Oh, your reservations have been canceled. What? No, they haven't. Oh, yes, they have. So all of us who were in first class on that flight to Vegas from here were told that our reservations were canceled, but they were kind enough to bump us back into coach. Oh, it's okay. You'll have first class coming back. And as we're sitting in the waiting area there at America Worst at Miami International, we see this entourage, and I said to John, I said, those people look awfully familiar, and I scratched my head for about two seconds, and I said, that's the goddamn Bee Gees! And as we get on the plane, I see that the Bee Gees and their whole entourage are there in first class, and we're sitting back like, and keep, keep it in mind, first class on America Worst is no great shakes. How are they doing? <laughs> and isn't it a shame about National Airlines? I wonder if they're still flying. National Airlines to Vegas. Great job, good planes, good food, great service on time. They did everything right. It looks like, and then they went chapters 11, 12, 13, and 14. By 1975, the heyday was all but over with T-Rex's demise fueled by internal feuds and bickering. The band has been dogged by premature deaths. Bolin, the most famous member of the band, died when the car in which he was a passenger hit a tree in 1979. Oi! Former member Took died in a car crash a year later, and bass player Steve Curry choked to death in 1981. He gagged on it. In later years, Mr. Finn revived the band as Mickey Finn's T-Rex, which last performed in Germany on December 20th, Newbie said, but won't be performing again anytime soon. So how do you like that? Let's play all of T-Rex's great hits. What do you say? No. That won't take long. 
351 votes on the poll. What's your take on the Bee Gees now that Morris, Maurice, whatever you call him, Gibb died? Great. One of the best groups ever. 131, 37.3%. Absolutely correct, sir. Okay. Like some of their music, 89. The Bee Gees suck. 58 people, 16.5% of this audience, insensitive, rotten to the core. You can smell it. <laughs> 58 people said the Bee Gees suck. 51 said they were good. And who are the Bee Gees 22? 22 people have been listening probably a lot too much to Power 96 and the awful Disney station. What's that Disney piece? What's that thing? Pa uh, party. How could I forget? And you know who they really ought to hire on there? Party. Yeah. And he says it like nobody else and does it like nobody else, what I'm hearing. Whatever happened to him, Don the Coxmeister? Good question. He was doing some uh, fill-in work here last time I checked. Right. And then the then, rumor, rumor uh, is that uh, somebody told him, Cox Hoist. Speaking of uh, smelling it, you better hit the shower before you board the bus in Bend, Oregon. Before you bend it. Proposed new city rules would ban spitting, smoking, skateboarding, and stinking on city buses. Oh, do we need that on the trams in Amsterdam, huh? Do we need it or what? Yes. The regulations ban anyone who emanates a grossly repulsive odor that is unavoidable by other Bend extended customers from being in a bus station around a bus. It is an effort to keep the riding experience as pleasant and safe as possible, said City Attorney Jim Forbes. He, what is it? He no city? Did you read this before you gave this to me, Carlos? He no city already has an ordinance prohibiting the people from releasing highly objectionable orders from their property. And probably it's chopped off here at the end because the other sentence didn't make any. Probably he noted that the city already had something like that, Carlos. The city council will consider preliminary approval of the ordinance this Wednesday. How do you like that? So in other words, I guess if you fart on the bus, they stop the driver, slams on the brakes, and kicks your ass off before anybody else can like inhale those grotesque. Uh, unless it's a real good one. Unless it's like you know a flavorful bouquet like Greg Reed's. Twenty before eleven at five sixty WQAM. We got the uh, Mad Dog at one. A regular schedule day. Oh, and how about those Panthers? Oh! And that twelve to two loss at uh, Washington on Saturday night. And their belly aching. Alan Cohen said, "Meh, you ran out the score. Meh, quit belly aching, Alan. Okay." Quit your belly aching. Spend that $10 million from Pavlov on a couple of real players on there and quit belly aching about somebody ran up the score, schmuck. Jim Mandich at uh, 1. Hank Goldberg from Shula's at 3 this afternoon. Hank's back in town after plunging his guts in the Bahamas. 7 o'clock, we got the Shitco Panther preview. 7.30, the Panthers at New Jersey to try to recover from that grotesque game Saturday against the Devils tonight. Eddie K after the hockey game from GA and then Joe and Mark overnight. I had a, re a spy report on Joe and Mark, which I'll mention a little later. Not good. Well, no, something about Mark Eisenberg making some intemperate comment, but we'll get to it. Got to build up the suspense, George, the suspense. All these people dying, all this crap going on. Jew Lieberman throwing his hat and throwing his yarmulke in the ring. Wow. Hey, if you're looking for the perfect gift to say happy birthday, get well soon or be my valentine, this year say with Vermont Teddy Bear. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 crafted bears, personalized just for your loved one, and delivered in a colorful gift box with a free gift card and chocolate. You can choose from bears like the pregnancy bear, or the new baby bear with the baby's name and birthday embroidered on the bib. For Valentine's Day, tell somebody they light your fire with the new burning love bear dressed like a fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. I wonder if Elvis is singing. Or say I'm wild about you with the new Jungle Love Bear. Vermont Teddy Bear even has an officially licensed Love Me Tender Elvis Bear. See what I'm saying? 
You won't believe the reaction you're going to get. Overnight and Saturday delivery is guaranteed. Call 1-800-829-BEER or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. It's as easy as sending flowers and lasts a hell of a lot longer as forever. Call 1-800-829-BEAR. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-U-A-F. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, they got more colors on that team. So go ahead and put the 500 on the pet. Hey, Mo, Mo, we're back on. Get huh? off the phone with your bookie. The, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Mallow for you, Wiffius, uh, Mohammed and David Show. <laughs> yeah. Now listen, you. Yeah. I got my great-great-granddaughter listening today, so let's keep things above board, see? Not like that g- g- goddamn faggot thorn and ginger. Okay. Wait, look at that. What? Where? What? Where? a phone call, you moron. Cow. Now shut up while I take this very important call. Hello? Hi, Ma. Aren't you supposed to say WQAM or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Forget about it. What do you want? Uh, is it true you bet against Miami? I don't know what you're talking about. You bet against Miami? Yeah, I didn't bet against Miami. Bet against Miami? You got some noise, pal. Questioning my integrity guinea. Bet against Miami? How dare you? I didn't bet against nobody, you bastard. Bet against Miami? By the way, something. Did you bet against Miami? Bet against Miami? Oh, look, I talk to you. What an asshole. Ain't that guy an asshole? Who? That guy there. Why don't you say he's an asshole? I can't say words like that. Why not? That's not nice. <laughs> what are you, some kind of pussy? No, I just... There you go, tap dancing again. I'm not dancing. Yeah, I got a dance for you. You ever hear of you bangy stump? No. Well, lie down on the floor and I'll show you. Mm, okay. You comfortable? Yeah. You see the bottom of my shoe? Yeah, but... That's the you bangy stump. Ten forty-seven at five sixty WQM. I never want to step on that last, you know, that last hit in the head. Jim in Atlanta says once again I have to agree with you. Nights on Broadway is one of the greatest BG songs, but how about Fanny? Be tender with my love. Never heard of it. Me either. Well, nineteen seventy-five reached number twelve, sixteen weeks on the chart. Fanny, be tender with my Fanny. Never heard of it. Don't have it. You know what else I don't have, which really frosts my ass. Was number one in '76. You should be dancing. Oh, we great, we should have right. that. We what should. happened with a fax machine? Oh no, paper jam. Yeah, we should have that, but we don't. Can't have them all. Why not? Well, I can, I could have them all if somebody wouldn't have taken my double CD set out of here and stolen it. If we had some people around this building who respected the integrity of these studios here, these high-paid Neil Rogers studios, but they don't. The integrity. The integrity of these studios. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. But you know something? We don't care anymore because we realize it's a schlock shop here. We just had a meeting here this morning amongst the three of us. We decided it's a schlock shop, and so just give us the money. Carlos is real excited about that big check he got there on Friday. Probably all gone by now, and then some. George, of course, on the other hand, he's still waiting for the bonus from what nineteen? Uh, what is sixty three? That's okay. They did, and that contract I understand is like coming along. 
That's the poll. Billboards or contract first? Oh. Oh, in other words, we have to choose between the billboards and your contract? We need the billboards, Greg. That's my take. Here's a lady in Davy. Hello. Good morning. Buenas to you. Thank you. I would like to thank you for playing Be- uh, Beatles. Goodness gracious. Uh, well, we could, that could be arranged. Yeah. <laughs> BG's Some of them are dead, morning. too. I heard on the TV last night that A, F-H-A, uh, F-H, God, I can't even talk to you this morning. F-A-O Schwartz? Yeah, that's about it. Was going to do a half-hour tribute at 4:30 today. That's awful. Who's going to do it? Uh, an FM station. They announced it on the news. Yeah, but Light 101.5 is playing BGS all day. That's the good news. Even in oh. spite of Greg Budelby, right. well, they figure he's pretty depressing anyway. Well, anyhow, what are you going to do? We yeah. saw the BGS at the Sunrise Musical Theater a really? couple of years ago, huh. and they were wonderful. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. It is a very, very sad uh, thing for their family and. Um, you know, I, I know they're questioning the uh, treatment that he mm-hmm. received, but, gosh, maybe they were trying to save his life. You know, yeah, don't go work. to Mount Have you ever been to Mount Sinai? Yes, I have. You really have? Yes, I and have. And you lived to tell about it? Yes, I have. Well, that's good. Well, it was the... Because I know Fat Rich has been in there, too, and he lived to tell about it, so well, there's the two. Rooms, they're not, the rooms are nothing to speak of, believe me, but uh, I had a very, very nice surgeon, so I, I guess I was one of the lucky ones. But they did so much for South Florida, and they wrote and played such beautiful music. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I hope they continue uh, as a team, you know, um, Maurice and Robin and, you know, not Maurice, but uh, what's his name? Robin and, Robin uh, and Barry. Barry and Andy. Well, and, Andy's not feeling well, good. Well, no, but, you know, um, no, was never on the Barry, team anyway. Barry's son is with them. Really? So maybe he could do the keyboard. Could be. You know, and that would be really, really great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it was just so shocking. I mean, after... I know it's no comparison, but after Mike Ranieri passing last week and then him passing... Well, what week, do you mean it's no comparison? What, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, two people that I really like. Right. You know, and, and, and I know one is a big star and one is a local big star. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and isn't it interesting, now that you might... I'm glad you mentioned that, because Mike Ranieri, who was on the air here for nearly 30 years I and know. had a very, very high ratings most of that time, he got like a little uh, blurb in the obituary page in both local uh, papers, and uh, and that was it, which yes. I, I thought was extraordinarily grotesque and crass on their part. Absolutely. Uh, and, but I do have to interject this. Um, I heard you speaking to Rick the other day, and it was yeah. really nice to hear his voice. I, they kind of both fell off the face of the earth there uh, for a while. Didn't know what happened to either one of them. Um, but getting back to um, Mike, um, I was trying to send a sympathy card to the family. Mm-hmm. Naturally, his phone's not in the book, but I couldn't even get an address to the station. I mean, I finally, after I tried all over the, the computer and couldn't get anything, and I finally, you know, got through to the radio station mm-hmm. this morning to get their mailing address, and they're just going to have to forward it. Yeah. But um, it's... I don't know. You know, they say things run in threes. I really hate to think of who the next one might be. Uh oh. But you know, anyhow, stay well. You have too. A good day. Stay out of Mount Sinai. I will. I believe me. <laughs> I don't want to go there anymore. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. This on this show here, we like the Bee Gees a lot. Okay, that's our take. We like them a lot. I'm not going to put them up there with the. Uh, in fact, we'll do one of those maybe starting tomorrow. Kill a couple of months with that. What are you laughing about, mister? Nothing. Well, I mean, I could do Lord of the Rings, Tops People's Choice, and you could start with your Lord of the Rings crap again, but I think you already covered that with a blanket. Sure. From what I heard. I heard that that's all you talk. And not only that, he talked about ring around the... Uh, Rectum. Is what he was talking about. Eating ass. And bathtub rings. And what do they call that when you have like a ring around your rectum? 
an eclipse? No, no, seriously. Isn't there a name for that? Like, uh, Isn't that like the precursor to worms or something when you have that? Well, anyway, getting too close to lunch to be talking that stuff. I'm serious. Don't be uh, starting with that eating ass talk again with Lord of the Rings. I think that's a precursor to infected hemorrhoids. That's what my mother said. The Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, proved a crowd pleaser at the 29th Annual People's Choice Awards, which I'm proud to say I didn't see one second of last night, sharing the favorite motion picture award with co-nominee Spider-Man and winning in the Best Dramatic Motion Picture category. In fact, here are the winners, in case you missed them. Did you see the winners? No. Well, here they are. Uh, where are they? It's on here. Oh, here they are. The second page. Open it up to the second page, you moron. Dramatic motion picture, Lord of the Rings. I just said that. Comedy motion picture, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Motion picture actor. Oh, like I said, it's too close to lunch. Not only do I have to put up with Jew Lieberman on there, and uh, now i got to put up with motion picture actor Mel Gibson. Motion picture actress, Julia Roberts. Keep in mind, these are the People's Choice Awards. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Television dramatic series, CSI Crime Scene Investigation. Television comedy series, Friends. Female television performer, Jennifer Aniston. Male TV performer Ray Romano, reality-based TV program Survivor Thailand, daytime dramatic series The Gaze of the Days of Our Lives, new TV comedy series Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. You never even heard of that? No. Well, you probably would like to. Better check it out. New TV dramatic series CSI Miami, <laughs> female musical performer. Oh. <laughs> Female musical performer, Faith Hill. Male musical performer, if you like that one, Eminem, who melts in your hands. And favorite group or band, a tie between Creed and the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Like I said, it's the People's Choice Awards, and it means crap, is what it means. In fact, after reading those, it's enough to make me want to take a quick one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the air, maybe even a long healthy one. You know, after Eminem and Faith Hill. How about Shakira? How about uh, Avril Lavigne? How about all these other people that uh, came on the scene big time in the last year? Well, Avril was nominated uh, for all five. Things, she right? had five nominations. What'd for she the get? Golden Globes. Oh, the Golden Globes, not for the yeah, uh, whatever. Oh, this is People's Choice. Like I said, People's Choice is uh, who do they talk to? Probably the relatives of the people that won the awards. Who the hell gives a crap? There's too many award shows, okay? Too much self-aggrandizement with these people, most of whom haven't got enough talent to fill a teacup. But I have a lot of money. Here's Margate. Hello. Margate. Going once. Going twice. Gone in Margate. Probably expired. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are yes, you sir. Doing? Okay. Hey, I think it's uh, funny that... um. All of a sudden, all these hurricane jerseys and dolphin jerseys have just disappeared from the landscape. What does that have to do with Morris Gibb? What does that have to do with the Bee Gees? We don't care about the hurricanes and dolphins right now, okay? How are the dolphins doing in the playoffs? Anybody see this weekend? No. No. They're not there. At least they're not going to lose. I'll tell you right now, as long as Jay Fiedler is the quarterback of that team, they will never, ever go anywhere. Just mark my words. Not that Jay's a bad guy. He never stole a freight train. He's not a championship caliber quarterback. Do you follow what I'm saying? He's not a championship caliber quarterback. He ain't no Tom Brady. He ain't no Brett Favre, Bart Starr. Well, I think to me the two of them are the same guy. Just one's older. 
He ain't none of these people. He ain't none of the above. He ain't no Danny boy. Oh, and speaking of that, is Deion Sanders a pimp in his spare time? Because if, money. if anybody I've ever seen dresses like a pimp on television, it's freaking D Neon Deion Sanders. Where's the yellow Cadillac, baby? You've got the Seville parked outside. It's still running. Man, he just makes my blood curdle. Neon Dion. That that dog and pony show they got in there and all slapping each other in the ass and Danny and Jimmy and Neon Dion. They're all, you know. And I'll tell you another guy who makes me want to puke is goddamn Phil Sims. He's the Tim McCarver of football. He must get paid by the word. Every play he's got to analyze inside and outside after every goddamn play. Never shuts up. Not not a, a moment. Not a moment. Not to mention that boring damn, uh, what's his name, his sidekick there, who is CBS's number one announcer. And yesterday's telecast, the angles, we had, the director must have been on acid. Did you notice that? We saw a guy on the sideline, then we saw a guy in the stands, then we saw the guy's ass on the sideline, and back and forth. And I'm screaming, just show us the game! Show us the game. Oh yeah, Greg Gumball, that's who I'm thinking of. He's definitely got naked pictures of Brian Gumball and, uh, somebody, Harry Smith. 10.57 at 5.60 WK. In fact, maybe it's a what's-her-name there from a CNN? Paula? Maybe the three of them. Hey, South Florida, have you outgrown your home? Is your family getting bigger? Need more room for an at-home office or nursery, sewing room, new master bedroom or bath? When you need more space for your place, call our guys at Strictly Editions. Strictly Editions is your one-stop shop. More space for your place, place with a worry-free approach to expanding your living space. They show up exactly when they say they will. You won't have any hidden charges. They're the experts at pulling permits so the work gets completed on time. And now for the new year, you can use your income tax return to get the work done. All of you shopping for new homes, why bother? By the time you sell, buy, close, move, you might just as well put some equity out of your current home and call Strictly Additions. You'll pay for a new addition to a home you already love. Call Strictly Additions today. Call 954-791-8100. That's 954-791-8100. They're licensed and insured professionals. Seven, what is it again? 954-791-8100 for a free estimate. Call Craig or Patrick at 954-791-8100. Strictly Edition will save you time, lots of money, and you won't have to move to improve. Get a whole new house with the same address. Call 954-791-8100 for Strictly Additions today. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Oh, God. In theaters now. Star Wars Episode 1. The Phantom Stooges. Curly Skywalker. Larry 1. Kenobi. And Mo 2. D2. our show today, a tribute to T-Rex. I mean, here's a fax from Bob that goes on at quite a length. It says, Neil's a teenager of the 70s, growing my hair long and smoking lots of dope. I would focus a lot of my time listening to groups like Foghat, Leonard Skinner, and Boston. Oh, Boston. I would have wished death to the Bee Gees. In retrospect, as a younger boy, I can remember singing to the AM radio to How Do You Mend a Broken Heart and Run to Me. Run to me. Now I know the song. George was singing it to us. As I, I wish I had that, you know. I'd play like ten seconds of it. As I grew older and to some degree started to change my ideas of music, I also noticed a gradual desire to listen more and more to the Brothers Gibb. I had the opportunity in the 80s to see the Gibbs perform a one-hour warm-up show at the Sunrise. They opened with tragedy and blew the place away. All three singing into one mic, doing old classics, and when breaking into the disco set, the time of my life when I thought of it is pretty much a waste of my time. Well, the crowd, as well as myself and my twin brother, stood and danced and smiled and hugged. Morris, the musical leader, without a doubt, was the main reason for the success. The most musically talented and by far the most animated. 
I hate to see all of these guys taking their turns passing away, but this one, Mo, was the was way too soon. I guess if it's Morris, we can call him Mo, right? I can remember when uh, Gloria had assembled concert for the Hurricane Andrew relief. It was the Bee Gees who were the surprise of the show. They had an exciting and stimulating show that no other act on the bill was even close. Kids today need to understand that today's music pretty much sucks as far as I'm concerned. Neil, you actually got me to start listening to them back in 1993. As you played For Whom the Bell Tolls quite frequently, I fell in love with it. Thanks so much for your desire to continue to play music worth listening to. Please, Neil, play For Whom the Bell Tolls for us in memory of Mo. Love and kisses, Bob. Where, where the hell am I going to find uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls?
sure brings back great memories of the days we used to play that on the show all the time. Remember that, George? No. Neither do I. But there you go, Bob, for whom the bell tolls. Nine minutes after 11. I don't remember ever hearing that song in my life, as a matter of fact. Pretty good, though. I, I liked it. It was okay. Pretty five minutes. I Killed five good minutes. Thanks a lot, Bob. Oh! We're no fools on this show. Snow in Miami? Yes, Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried. Oh, that was a bad choice of words today, you know what, on a show like this? Buried in snow, that is. The fact we sent Hallett so many cars, there's no place to park them, even though Tom Lehman, even Tom had to park cars in his driveway. So they need to place one of those cars in your driveway. Got it? Good. Hallett's blowing out all new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibe, starting at just 13998 and up to five grand off on every GMC Envoy in stock, plus get a 0% financing deal or up to $3,000 rebate if you prefer. And, of course, Hallett also, as always, has got a great selection of dependable pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs on the lot. Too bad, Ariana. Okay, we got SUVs. Whether she likes it or not, you know what? <laughs> Bitch. And if you've been turned down for credit any other car dealer in the world, or maybe all the other car dealers turned their nose up at you because you weren't good enough for them, you're good enough for Tom at the Hallett because they'll cut you a deal. It's a winter blizzard emergency clearance sale low going on right now at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on US 1 across from the falls. Open every day of your life, seven days a week. As always, save even more when you tell them that you heard about them here on the world-famous Neil Rogers Show. Call right now the Neil Rogers Neil Deal hotline at one 534-4211. Tom broke the record with this spot. He's got the word Neil in there 622 times. That's one 534 for Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Hell, it damn near killed him. Troy's aching anus. Troy's aching anus. Troy's aching anus. Troy's aching anus. I think I'm crazy for what I'm about to say. But the macho jocks in the NFL, most of them are gay. Boys jocks have but bruddies, this lower dusty young. And Troy likes naked cowboys for good Oh, and by the way, can I interrupt that just to uh, mention, did you see the interviews with the quarterback of the 49ers, Jeff Garcia, yesterday? No. I had to get a butterfly net to catch the runaway S's. And you may be, I have a dog. What are you saying? But explain to me why all gay. Let's lose, make their living in Alabama. <laughs>
560 WQM, 453 votes on the poll. Astonishing. What's your take on the Bee Gees? Great. One of the best groups ever, 159. Okay, I like some of their music, 124. What was that? Oh, that's on the end of that. Uh, the Bee Gees suck, 79. Good, 69. And who are the Bee Gees, 22? The Bee Gees suck, 79? <laughs> I guess Luca Brasi is going to have a busy day between now and tomorrow, you know what? Here's a fact that says, such a shame about Morris Gibb. Listening to their music always rekindles such great memories of my youth. Don't know if you caught this blurb about Miriam Elephant in yesterday's paper. No, I did not see this particular one. She'd get my vote in a poll if we'd most like to see just go away already. 
Just a very short blurb here. It says, lacking confidence. Ever wonder why the City Hall folks have no trust in Supervisor of Elections Miriam Oliphant? Part of it could be a letter she sent to them December 20th that stated, may you and your families have a safe and happy holiday? Note the question mark at the end. The letter was signed, Miriam M. Elephant. Not only that, but the letter misspelled city officials' names. For instance, it was addressed to Mayor Richard Kappel of Lauderhill. The mayor is Richard Kaplan. No comment from Ms. Elephant, uh, Oliphant, it says. How do you like that, huh? Now they're stealing my material. Is that the Herald of the Sun Sentinel? I can't tell. Jim DeFeedy, in his column the other day, was using all kinds of lines from Network. Did you see that column? About I'm mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. All this other good crap. Uh, nice going there, Jim. You're okay in my book. Good columnist. And you want to know why he's a good columnist? Why? Because he listens to this show. Here's today's facts of the day from Greg, and outstanding facts. You know, I'm so proud of myself for reforming this uh, wayward child into like almost a real human being. Keep working on it, Greg. It says, Dear Neil, your take on music, for the most part, is right on the money when it comes to the good music produced in South Florida many moons ago. I agree that music by the Bee Gees, along with other acts from the 70s and 80s, had a much better vibe about them. They made you feel good. They made you want to dance sometimes, or they just got the blood flowing through your veins. The current music is so dreary it makes you want to listen to Let's Rape Mo on an endless loop for the rest of time. Well, let me ask you this, Greg. What would be wrong with listening to Let's Rape Mo for, on an endless loop for the rest of time when you come right down to it? In fact, that's one of the lines in Jim DeFeedy's column. Uh, I want to be an angry prophet denouncing the etc. and so on. And William Holden says, do you want to be an angry prophet denouncing the hypocrisy of our times? And uh, Peter Finch says, yes, I think I'd like to be an angry prophet denouncing the hypocrisy of our times. And William Holden says, then grab it. Grab it. Maybe he throws his arm. Then grab it. You didn't get it quite right, Jim, but it was pretty close. Well, it's such a great movie, and so many of you people just, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with people. I mean, that, that movie is everything that happened, like, years later. That movie is all about Channel 7. Anyway, it says, your opinion is okay, but you're like 85. What is it? Your opinion is okay, but you're like 85 years old. I mean, when you were a kid, people were still excited because they just realized they could make fire by rubbing two sticks together. I'm, see, now okay. he's starting to get nasty. I'm 33 years old. I can give you a younger point of view on this and any other subject. Seriously, though, <laughs> seriously, though, when I was a kid, I hated the Bee Gees and disco in general. But as an adult, I love it in the music, too, says Greg. See? See, Greg, when you get to be an old fart like some of us, when you get to be a crusty old fart, then you appreciate the good stuff. When they're getting ready to stick your ass in a box. Then you appreciate the good stuff. Like breathing the fresh air. Even the stale air ain't too bad. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty unless it's in that apartment in Amsterdam. Oh man. Here's a call from Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Buddy? Okay. I just wanted to touch a little bit on this, uh, just to let you know, to give you a little bit about myself. I'm 31 years old, and uh, I've grown up always listening to uh, dance music. I was raised in New York, and uh, my, my cousin that's 10 years older than me was a, a disco freak. Mm -hmm. um, not really a freak, but just very much into disco. Um, and, the, and the problem today with, with the generation of people are just people that are listening to music, um, let's speak about rap music, is that a lot of them don't even realize that the break beats or whatever the beats are coming from were derived from, were, were derivative, excuse me, um, from dance music and from disco music. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. They just, a lot of people don't get it that, it all comes from dance music, and if they don't... Is that Matt McCoy in the hustle I'm hearing in the background? Yes. Do the hustle. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. George and, is playing. And, uh, do the hustle, man. I, I don't know. And you're right. Just uh, I wish people would get a, a better sense of what's going on. Um, and to your counterpart down on Tower 96, I remember so many times when I used to see 
Kid Curry out and all them in the, in the late 80s, and I would say to them, you know what, rap music's going to take over this thing, and blah, blah, blah. And they would say, oh, Powell will never play rap music. They will never play rap. They play more rap than 99 Jams, I think. They're but, rapping uh, it, man. In fact, the, hall, the floors here are, are vibrating from it. Well, I just wanted to touch with you, man, and it's a, a bad thing that would happen with, you know, with the get, with uh, Mr. BG. The Gitmeister, uh, right. We'll go on, man. And uh, Life goes on. Day. Okay, and you too. Life will go on. Life is for the living. Yeah. And all these all these things that they have on the news lately about, well, you know, a little bit of alcohol is good for your heart. You know what? I say it's a bunch of propaganda. They're trying to, they're trying to get people to drink is what they're trying to do. You're not fooling us. Because I noticed that a lot of these people who drive in early rage are people who were like... <laughs> Had substance abuse problems most of their adult life. Substance. Substance, yeah. Only the problem is it was the wrong substance. That's the problem. Got a hundred open lines on the phone there now. All of a sudden, I guess we've exhausted your input about the life in general. Which I think is they're chilling, enough. waiting for you to play some more music. So one of our regular faxes faxes me exactly the same article I read before, only a little bit more of it, which I'm glad he did because it says, Barry promised that the Bee Gees would carry on even after Morris's death and would record another album. The Bee Gees will not stop here. The Bee Gees will not disintegrate because we've lost Mo, he said. In other words, they're going to record some Mo. Morris, who always wore a hat and an Alcoholics Anonymous lapel badge, was the most outgoing member of the Bee Gees. Morris liked being silly, Barry added. I think his whole grasp of life was silly. I think we're all, we all are, but Morris really excelled. He was an extrovert. He would never walk into a room. He would prance into a room, and his presence was immediate. He would be prancing and dancing. How do you like that? What was the song the Gentries keep on dancing and prancing? I'll be damned. 28 past 11 at 560 WQM on a very depressing Monday. Well, you know what's depressing? Why, we're here? Exactly. <laughs> Good guess. Well, it's a new year. I know what a lot of you are thinking out there. How did I gain all this weight over the holidays and all that other time? Well, don't despair because with the Atkins low-carb diet, those pounds can be gone before you can say delights of West Boca. Delights of West Boca, a megastore for the Atkins diet or any low-carb sugar-free diet, is the place to shop. There's good reason to join the thousands of people who travel to Delights. They've got over 600 delicious low-carb food products in stock, like their new low-carb crunchy granola by Flaxo Meal in two scrumptious flavors, only one to two carbs per serving. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place to buy, and you can sample anything in the store. You can try it before you be buying it. They've got a knowledgeable staff who really know their crap inside and out. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. And they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the universe that are always 25% off all day, every day. By now you've heard about the Atkins diet as number one in the world. So do the smart thing and head for the number one low-carb sugar-free store around Delights of West Book on the northeast corner of Glades Road and 441, right next to prestigious Boston Market. Or call one, I didn't know they were still in business. Or call 1-877-LOW-CARB or on the web at lowcarb.com. Don't forget there's only one Delights of West Book. It is your official Atkins Retail Center. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Anymore. 
been rotting so long, it's best to hold your nose, for as mother should know, for as mother should know. Dr. Lord, you're so wonderful. I'm sure your mother's in the arms of the Lord. I'm fat. Dr. Lord, I just want to thank you for your guidance on child abuse. My mother's rested comfortably in compost now. Sanctimonious gang, sourpuss right wing, radio hole. That's Dr. Lord's mind. This minion's a fucking bitch. Psycho bitch never belongs on the radio. Laura's mother should know. And at 26 till noon at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog of One, Hank from Shoulders at 3. We got that Panther stuff tonight after their 12th to do shellacking in Washington on Saturday night, one of the most embarrassing performances in the history of a South Florida sports team. Survey, more than 1,200 priests tied to abuse Oy. in yesterday's New York Times. More than 1,200, and those are just the ones that they know about. We'll get back to that. I just mentioned that in passing, since it's just an isolated few hundred or a few thousand here and there. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, in uh, reference to Mike Ranieri getting maybe two paragraphs about his death. Yeah. About, you know, we could go or so. Did yeah. you see today's Herald, the front page? I got it right here. Okay, what's the top story on the left-hand side? Well, I don't have it in my hand. Wait a okay. minute. Wait a minute. Let me get it. Well, I probably have a different edition because I'm in Broward. Do you have the same Broward edition? Um, yeah, I'm in Miami. I don't know if I have the Broward edition. Well, here, the oil cartel acts to prevent a supply squeeze is the top story. Okay. Under that, from Hialeah to Harvard. about right. these well, that's, that, that's the big story in Miami. Oh, as a matter of fact, it's not only the big story, but you got about 20 pictures here about four kids from Hialeah right. who went Three. to Harvard. Exactly. That has nothing, and you're right. This is the big picture we got as they continue their pandering. I mean, uh, if, if this town isn't planted to, to one direction, right. you know. So, I, I, unfortunately, I think when uh, you die and George dies, George will get more print than you. Thank God. Take care. Let's only hope it's first. Okay, have a great day. I mean, uh... <laughs> well, what have I got to do with that? They hate me based on that. What? Because I don't talk their talk. Talk whose talk? You know, they're taught. Oh, I see what he was saying because you're a spick. I see. I don't understand. I've been excommunicated. Well, McCarlos is a spick. Let's, he's not in the room right now, is he? He's going went out. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Once get no, just a joke, Carlos. Just relax. Yeah, I, I saw this story. There's Javier Castellanos. He don't look too bad. He's from Hialeah High, and a bunch of kids that went up to Harvard. That's a story that belongs, like, inside and in about the third page of the local section. Just like the story I talked about last week that they had on the front page about the uh, stunt the at one of those big yeah. radio stations that nobody who speaks English listens to, Radio Sol, or whatever it is, El Sol. And here's the same thing again. It, it's like they're shoving your puss in it. They're just rubbing your nose in it. I mean, it, it's a cute story. And more power to those kids. But is it a front-page story in a major market newspaper? No. Of course not. Absolutely not. With all the stuff that's going on in the world. And that's their idea of freaking news. That's N-O-O-Z. I think somebody over there needs a news around the neck. That's N-O-O-S-E. God, they suck. But you know something? It fits in here just like a rubber glove. Oh, by the way, Carlos, uh, we're sorry about your premature death. We were just talking about that. Five... Well, we gotta, we gotta test it out. We gotta see if the Herald will write a whole bunch of stuff about you because you're a spick. You'd probably be on the front page. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Let's concentrate on Mo today, okay? 
That's what Barry called him. He said Mo, and if that his brother calls him Mo, I guess we can call him Mo too. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Mo's running around these days. You know what? And let me ask you this: what What does that stand for? What is Mofo? Your money. Uh huh. Hello, George. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami, Buenos Dias. Gone. Miami's gone. In case you didn't already know that, I guess most of you knew that. Gone to the dogs. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Let's try Margate just for the hell of it. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, just uh, out of curiosity, uh, wouldn't you think, especially after uh, the BGs now are complaining about the hospital care that they got? Yeah. When you have that kind of money, don't you have like your own doctors, like uh, ready on call if God forbid something happens uh, to take care of you, or you, or you just depend on on uh, the regular uh, people that I would have to depend on and by going to an emergency room. Well, keep in mind that they flew America West to Vegas, okay? <laughs> just keep that in mind. Well, maybe the residuals weren't coming in as fast anymore. I don't know. The fact of the matter is they took them to Mount Sinai because it's right down the street from where they live. Right. Doesn't that make sense to you? They always take you to the nearest hospital. And it's a big palatial. And it's a very big, with tremendous and, notoriety, right. and uh, a lot of Jews go there, you know, so it couldn't be all bad. With a lot of Jewish doctors. Right, a lot of Jew doctors, uh, and a lot of uh, Schwarzes working in there, too. A lot of people from, uh, I don't know where they're from. The I, it was uh, several years ago that I was in there, and hopefully I won't be going back to Mount Sinai, at least not the one in Miami Beach. There's a big Mount Sinai in Toronto. So I think that would be appropriate. When I croak, if it's going to have to be in a hospital, Mount Sinai in Toronto, I would pick far preferably over the one in Miami Beach. Oh, it's a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. How's your pacemaker, Rich? Five, six, seven, oh, five. He's doing pretty good. Good. Five, six. Huh? Good. It is good. He's a good guy. He never said anything bad about you. Well, except 20, maybe this one time. 21 till, no, actually he was telling me about he was listening to Joe and Mark one night overnight. Now, what was he doing up between 2 and 6 in the morning? Come on, Rich, you can tell us. And Joe started reminiscing about, and I don't understand this, because I've never seen Joe at Pompano Park. Do you know how many years I've been going there? About 100. Right. And Joe Costello was talking about some of his favorite times years ago being here in town. We're going to Pompano Park. When the hell was that? Got me. And Mark Eisenberg said, at least according to Rich, you know, Rich, bop, 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 Mr. Yenta, Eisenberg's response was, oh, shh, we're not supposed to talk about Pompano Park. Well, what, what the hell does that mean? It was a positive comment. Why can't we talk about Pompano Park, Mark Eisenberg, you silly-ass bastard? What's wrong with him, huh? Besides the fact that you don't belong on the air. What's wrong with him? I mean, Joe Costello, and of course, I'm only listening to Fat Rich, which is probably not the best idea, but he would never, ever uh, exaggerate yes. or take anything out of context. But don't you find that a little bit peculiar? I think we're going to have to investigate that. Yeah, we better get the tape of that, okay, and see exactly, let's get to the bottom of it and see exactly what the Mark Eisenberg was talking about. Why such a nervous Nelly? See, when you're supposed to be on between 2 and 6 in the morning, that's the time to be not nervous. That's the time to be really radical, okay, when everybody's asleep, including management. Bust out with it. Right, although we do hear the tapes. But nevertheless, crying out loud, no wonder their numbers went in the crapper, and then they try to blame old Mo for it, you know? They're saying that the backflow from his bag <coughs> is what backed them up in the book. Don't forget this Friday, the ratings come out. You know something I've got? Do you ever have, like, where the bones in your face ache? Yes. It's usually like when I'm listening to the sports shows. But I have that feeling today, like the, the bones in my face are aching. And I think that's like I'm sympathizing with Mo from the events of this weekend. 
1141, 19 till noon at 560 WQM. If you're a Neil Rogers listener, you know I'm a world traveler, and one of my favorite places to visit in the world is Italy, for the sights, the people, and especially for the food. Well, now you can get the same great flavor, well, almost, the same fantastic fresh pastas and sauces from our old friends at Flores. You remember Flores? They used to bring us food of up the ass. Of We used to talk about Flores every day at IOD because the food is fantastic, and now Flores is back and better than ever. Flores, the outdoor restaurant with an atmosphere that's as casual as it gets. Whether you're eating in, taking out, or calling for a delivery, everything out of Flores Kitchen is made fresh to order from the homemade dough for the pizza and garlic rolls to the fabulous sauces made fresh and never from a can. Flores Pizzeria of Miami creates the great taste of Italy to any dish. Great pasta specials nightly, and the pizza specials are unbelievably low-priced. Eleven ninety-nine for a large cheese pizza with a half a dozen garlic rolls and a liter of soda. Thirteen ninety-nine gives you a large cheese pie, a liter of soda, and six chicken wings. But be sure and try the homemade meat lasagna just oozing with melted cheese. It's fun. The food is great. They've got stuff to do and games for the kids so they don't drive you nuts while you're eating. You'll love the casual come-as-you-are atmosphere at Flores. They're open every day, seven days a week. One of the great testimonials for Flores is that while almost every other business in that area has gone out of business over the years, they're still there in the same great place. Lunch, dinner, parties, and catering, call Flores at 305-758-5351. What is it again? 758-5351. That's 305-758-5351. Or manja like crazy at 79th Street, just two blocks east of Biscayne Boulevard. Come see why the Herald called Flores one of the great Italian restaurants in town. Call Flores Pizzeria of Miami and be sure to tell them that old Neil sent you by. Hollypop, little boy. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. They came from Jacksonville, determined to change the way people felt about Southern Rock. Since nobody gave a crap about Southern Rock in the first place, they easily accomplished their goal. They were 38 Special. Sure, we was riding high back in 81, and it was sweet. 38 special lead singer, Donnie Van Zandt. And even without the success, we're still out there playing for the fans. That's why we do it. If I can meet some of them fans now, I'd like to tell them that they're the only thing that's keeping us from packing it in. You're in luck, Donnie. We've got some of your fans right here. Oh, man, I'm doing fine. We know all the words to all your songs. <laughs> well, now I'm touched. Hold on, loose Don't let go. You rock, man. Yeah. And you're out there, man, doing what you're doing for people like us. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> that is so Amazing, man! Whoa, man! Uh-oh, what? What? Oh, God! Oh, it's over, man. I'm sorry, everybody. I mean, it's just over. Well, our work here is done. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. 1147 at 560 WQA and Mad Dog at 1, Hank at 3 from Shula Stake 2. we got the Panthers and the Devils from Jersey tonight. Eddie K follows the game. Eddie K from GA and then Joe and Mark overnight talking about Pompano Park and stuff they don't know about. Did Joe Costello ever, ever mention to you ever going to Pompano Park? Not that I can recall. No. I think maybe Fat Rich had a, had a dream about that. Maybe he was listening to like a tape of the Art Bell show. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Neil. Yes, sir. You 
wanted to know the story behind the mining disaster song. Yeah. The Bee Gees. <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh, <clears throat> Bee Gees were in New York City in 1965 in November. Do you remember what happened then? No. There was the big blackout. Yeah. The whole like the whole state went off the grid in, in New York City. Right. I remember they that were, now. They yeah. were in the Brill Publishing Building on Broadway, mm-hmm. checking into their songs or something, and they got stuck in a, a hallway about the 17th floor. And it was blacked out. The elevator stopped running. They didn't know what to do. They sat there, and they wrote this song, thinking about being in a mine, trapped in a mine. One of them had heard about a story in 19, uh, whatever it was, when they had a mining disaster when they were digging a subway. Mm-hmm. And they thought of that, and that's what they wrote the song about. I'll be damned. They, they were in the middle of this uh, blackout, and they were all... So they were stuck in an elevator? No, in a hallway. Oh, in a I hallway. heard one of them tell a story on Bravo or some one of these mm-hmm. interview shows where they the three brothers recently, so... Anyway, that's that's my story. Okay, thanks for the okay, news. Bye. See you. So there you go. There's the story behind the story. We still don't know what the hell it's all about, but there's the story of how they wrote it anyway. 400 open lines on the board, which is very distressing to me, but it shouldn't shouldn't be at least a bit surprising. Because we're not talking about the ball games yesterday. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Yeah, that guy's full of crap. The blackout was in 62. The BGs haven't been around that long. Well, it was only three years off. Well, I know. And, and that's the end of that. How come you were in such a hurry for me to put him on? Well, it sounded like he had this uh, breaking information. He like had, real story and it sounded like it. he had a broken phone there at the end. Let me break it to him, okay? Who the hell gives a crap what the year was? That guy was full of crap. Well, quit being so critical, okay? Mo just died here for crying out loud, and you're being critical of this guy who was trying to be a nice old coot and give us the story behind the story? We don't care about we don't care about accuracy. So if it was 62, 52, 92, who cares? This is QAM. We don't care about getting our facts straight. Just listen to the morning show sometime. Five six seven oh five sixty. And by the way, uh, Dave Walker never played for the '79 Pirates. Mo, it was Dave Parker, the Cobra, as Bob Prince used to call him. Not Dave Walker. We never had no Dave Walker. We might have had Luke Skywalker, but we never had no Dave Walker on that team. Okay, Mister. I heard that the other day. Dave Walker. And Pop Stargell. Oh, man. I'll tell you one thing. If I had if I had $100,000 for every mistake that's made on this radio station with bad misinformation from our experts and sport perverts, I'd be retired right now. I'd own the place. And then, then you'd see <laughs> some heads roll, man, if I owned this joint. Wouldn't you like to own a joint? Got one. Just don't light it. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. This is Kathy. Um, Hi, Kathy. I listen to you every day from home. My husband got me hooked on you about four years ago. Well, good for him. One thing I want to say for that redneck nation out there about the Bee Gees, uh, their Saturday Night Fever, their album was the number one in history. Right. So more than any album. That is correct. And I want to say to you, because I I appreciate you paying this tribute to them today, and um, for Christmas my husband bought me the video, and the other day after sitting here reading Newsweek's um, about Kim Jong being the better, bigger threat than Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. went upstairs, put that tape on, and I started dancing. I just, it's like the uh, guy that faxed you uh, about 30 minutes ago. You just have to get away from, um, you know, what's going on. That's right. And, you know, uh, I think that's a good idea, a good message for everybody that you just created. When they start dropping the bombs, we're going to all put on disco and dance our brains out. Yeah, because that's it, right. it, it tells you, I mean, what North Korea has versus uh, Iraq. I mean, if you read January the 13th, and it said that um, 
what he could do to us is worse than what we saw in World War II. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's just, I called you months ago about the um, article in Sun Sentinel about the trucks, the oil trucks headed for Baghdad, and it's all about oil mm-hmm. and the, the wonderful uh, patriotic Bush family and Prescott Bush. And it's like some days my husband says, don't read, don't read. But, Stop reading. You know, these are our boys, our fathers, our brothers that are mm-hmm. going to come back. But, again, I'm one of your biggest fans, and thank you for your tribute. Okay, thanks. Bye. See you. E.L. faxes here and says, N, oozing, is that a word? Now, for example, I was in the uh, Brower, in the uh, Flores spot where it said oozing with the lasagna, oozing with melted cheese. I think oozing with melted cheese sounds really good, don't you? If you like melted cheese, which I do. But anyway, he says, oozing is not a word I associate with something appetizing. Maybe the writer can do better. Well, the writer is Petey Lenny, who can't do better. And you want to know why? Because because he's a crazy person. He's oozing with something else. Okay? So believe me when I tell you the food of Flores is great. We know from about 100 years of experience, and that's why it's still there. But Petey Lenny is what he is. Like Michael said to uh, Vincent, you are what you are. I keep using that line again because that, you're not going to change him. Just like old Mo we got there in the morning. He ain't going to get no better. He ain't going to get no different. He is what he is. You can smell it all the way down up and down the hall. Know what I'm saying? It's like like if you went in the backyard and you found a pile of dog excrement there that had been sitting there for like, oh, I don't know, like 80 years like Moe's been around. And you picked it up and you brought it in and put it on your dining room table. And you put it on a plate. And no matter what you do to it, you can put on ketchup and pickles and surround it with Dutch's potatoes. It's still, you are what you are. It's always going to be a plate of 80-year-old dog excrement. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? Good. 5670560. Pop. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Yeah, too much of this going on, you know what? Does this thing ever start or what on it? Eventually. They're going to make it it all the way across the causeway, you know. Yeah. By the way, the uh, guy that called to tell the other guy that he was full of crap, you're full of crap. Somebody just faxed me the Great Northeast Blackout of 
football and basketball. And man, I was great. Some of these play-by-play guys that think they're great today, I put them to shame, okay? You just wait till LaCroix and I start doing our thing. 1157 at 560, as long as he gets rid of that cashmere bouquet. Hey, kick off the new year with a great new mattress for your back from Dollar Mattress. Oh, believe me, there's nothing worse than not getting a good night's sleep. If you haven't been sleeping well lately, nothing will have a bigger impact on the way you feel every day than a good night's sleep every night of your life. So follow through on this New Year's resolution. Get a great night's sleep every night with a super name brand mattress at unbeatable prices from Dollar Mattress. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S and Dollar Mattress will have you sleeping like a baby all year long. Dollar Mattress carries Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, and every size and style. And when you call 1-800-MATTRESS, you'll be talking with somebody who really knows their crap, an expert betting consultant, not just somebody who answers the phone. They have exactly the mattress you want in stock, no phony sales, no bait and swish like department and betting stores. And when you order that new bed from Dollar Mattress, they'll have it on time, even the, day, the same day you call. You get to choose the date and time when it's convenient for you when you're going to be there. Dollar Mattress prides itself on their 99% on-time record, which is just one of about 10,000 reasons why they're ranked number one for overall customer satisfaction. So do what everybody here with the brain of QAM is doing. Miguel's doing it. George is doing it. I'm doing it, too. We're sleeping on a mattress from Dollar Mattress, and so should you. Enjoy the new year without someone special or all by yourself and your little friend. With a new mattress from Dollar Mattress, call tool-free 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. I got a little friend. His name is Tiny. And boy, is he a pain in the ass. 1-800-MATTRESS, Dollar Mattress, the perfect way to start off the new year. Live, live and local. We are Sports Radio 560, QAF. Hello, it be the 12 to 1 hour on WQAF. Inspectors told the Security Council this morning that the declaration fails to answer many open questions. They even have information that directly contradicts Iraq's account. We're not fools because we know what they got. There's something funny going on in Iraq. Now we really put Iraq on the spot. No matter what they think, we're really not that dumb. The Iraqi declaration may use the language of Resolution 1441, but it totally fails to meet the resolution's requirements. Most brazenly of all, the Iraqi declaration denies the existence of any prohibited weapons programs at all. Experts have found it to be anything but currently accurate, full, or complete. We're not fools because we know what they got. There's something funny going on in Iraq. Now we really put Iraq on the spot. No matter what they think, we're really not that dumb. We have seen this game again and again. An attempt to sow confusion and buy time, hoping the world will lose interest. This time, the game is not working. We're not fools because we know what they got. There's something funny going on in Iraq. Now we really put a rock on the spot. No matter what they think, we're really not that dumb.
That's right, Monday is a holiday. Next Monday, isn't it? And Martin Luther King, Akunde? Yes. Next Monday. I already told Muff that I'm going to be working. Are you going to be working next Monday? Yes. Of course. And Carlos? Carlos says, what else is he going to do, you know? As long as he can stay off the obit page, he'll be happy. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And Verizon Line. George was just commenting during the break of very, uh, which I had thought of it earlier, but I didn't want to say it because it would be in poor taste. But George always says things that are in poor taste, so why should he be different today? I mean, the guy just died, and we wanted to talk about how depressing all of their music was before the disco stuff. And it was. Right. Good, but sad. It was great, but it was very sad, very maudlin. You know, like Morose. Massachusetts was sad. The 1941 New York mining disaster was very, very, very depressing and sad. That one there, a holiday, was enough to make you blow your brains out. How do you mend a, how can you mend a broken heart? Right. Very, very sad. Oh. But once the disco got here, it was like a little more upbeat. Tragedy? I mean, tragedy, although tragedy, huh? <laughs> tragedy is kind of like a happy tragedy. You know when I just listen yeah. to it? Just one of them things. Boy, I'm compiling a great list for tomorrow's poll, man. It's going to be great. Here's an actually speaking of great, a great fax from Captain Rick who says, Sports station, my ass. I called up Mo and asked him if Peter Renner or Joe Pavey Jr. would ever come back to Pompano, and his reply was, we don't talk soccer on this station. What an asshole, says Captain Rick. Even George knows who they are. Would they ever come back to Pompano? We don't talk soccer on this day. Oh, Mo, Mo, what you know? You could put in a thimble and have room for your bag left over. Man. And by the way, you'll be glad to know or depressed to know that they're both back, Joe Pavia Jr. and Peter Wren. And Brian, oh, I'm so glad he reminded me. Brian Sears is unbelievable. Oh. Brian, we love you, baby. Don't ever leave. He's doing a job at Pompano Park. He's giving all these guys a lesson. Even Brucey the Danger Ranger and Wally Hennessy and all these other guys. He's, he's teaching. He's showing them where it's at. He's showing them his ass as he comes down the stretch, just killing everybody. Nice going, Brian. They don't get too much better than Brian Sears. Randy Waples won seven races at Woodbine Saturday. Anybody care? No. Okay. Hey, listen, they got nothing else to talk about on that show now. Football's basically over, at least down here anyway. Let them talk a little bit of uh, harness racing, hockey, and homo talk, the three H's. Here's a call from West Palm Beach. Hello. West Palm. On a very noisy line there. A lot of stuff going on up there. But they're not there. Too late. We don't have time to sit around here and wait all day, okay, for some schmuck who don't know how to respond when I say West Palm just because you were on hold for about four hours. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Yes, hi. Yes, ma'am. Yes, hi, Neil. Just a few things. Um, I don't want to be critical like you mentioned before, but you... But the guy who sent you the facts about the New York blackout, he was right. It was 65. Of course. Right. And also, the other guy who said it was just New York City, that's wrong. It, it was, was the, all, whole, the whole northeast. It was, right, the whole eastern seaboard. Right. All along the east coast. Okay, the other things I wanted. I'm a bit nervous. My voice does. That's okay. Okay, so me forgive too. me. I don't know why I get nervous. Um, anyway, um, where was I? Oh, I just wanted to thank you for playing all the great Beijing music, all the so-called music stations here in South Florida are not playing their music at all. I haven't heard anything. I'm hearing more of their music on your station than anywhere else. Absolutely. Just like always. We're on right. top of it. Exactly. And I know Light FM 101 is supposed to be playing their music. I heard it last night on the TV news that they would be playing their music all day. But I've been listening to that station in the background while, while I listen to you. I haven't heard one <laughs> song yet. Oh, my God. I haven't heard anything yet unless they're starting now at noon. But I haven't heard a thing yet. And I keep checking. They probably just lied. 
Well, I hope not, because I mean, I just saw on TV the late a lady who works there. I don't know what her title is, but she just mentioned the Bee Gees, and it said 101.5. So you think they would be playing their music? Also, you mentioned how can you mend a broken heart? Did you play that yet? Did I play that yet, George? No. Oh, because it's been a, one of my favorites. If you could play that, I, I will like do. That. And also, there's another song. It's one of their earlier songs. It's called either Melody or Melody Fair, and I've always liked that song. If you could play that, that would be good. I'll try to find it. And one other thing. I'm looking it, for it. Okay, great. And one other thing, whenever you're away, you know, in the summer and George takes your place or, or the time he took your place just now when you're away for Christmas, he does a good job whenever he's on the air, mm -hmm. you know, summer, fall, or whenever, whenever you're away. And I always enjoy listening to him, so don't listen to those other people say he's no good. They're just jealous like it, Rick Riley. They all want to do the show, okay? They're all looking to move in like my friend Lynn Samuels. I mean, we love Lynn, but she, she wants to do the show. Rick and Suds want to do the show. There's nobody does the show like uh, George unless maybe Dwight Lauderdale. Whatever, but George does a good job, and in fact, I enjoy listening to both of you. Anyway, if you could play a Melody Fair and, and the other, I'd appreciate okay, it. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot, Neil. I Bye. mean, Dwight Lauderdale could come in here and give like a you know a whole seminar on eating ass, but I think he's about the only one who has as much expertise as George does. In fact, George had to have a tongue transplant. Ten past noon at five sixty WQAM five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. That thing rots right off, baby. I wore it out, and your tongue too. Man, oh, man, that nasty brown crack. Hey, it's a new year. I know what you're all thinking out there. How did I gain this weight? Well, probably during the holidays, you went in doubt, you picked out. Don't despair. And by the way, Alan over there at Delights, we love you, but despair is spelled D-E-S-P-A-I-R, D-E, not with an I, okay? There's only one I. Just like uh, Sandy Duncan said, I only had one eye. That's despair, too. Don't despair because with the Atkins low-carb diet, those pounds can be long gone before you can say Delights of West Boca. Delights of West Boca is a mega store for the Atkins diet or any low-carb, sugar-free diet. It's a store that's dedicated to you because that's all they carry. They don't carry any fattening crap. There's good reason to join the thousands of people who travel to Delights. They've got over 600 delicious low-carb food products, like their brand-new low-carb crunchy granola by Flaxo Meal in two scrumptious flavors and only one or two carbs per serving. So whether it's carbolite ice cream, bread, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta, and sauces, Delights of West Boca is the place you're going to love, and you can sample anything in the store before you buy it. They're open every day, seven days a week from 10 to 10. Their staff knows their stuff inside and out, and they carry the most complete line of Atkins brand products in the world that are always 25% off all day, every day. Everybody and their brother all of a sudden now has rediscovered Atkins, and guess what? Because it works, and it just might do the job for you, too. So do the smart thing. Head for the number one low-carb, sugar-free store in the world, Delights of West Boca. You'll find them on the northeast corner of Glades Road and 441, right next to Boston Market. Or call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB, or check them out on the Wicked World Wide Web at lowcarb.com. There's only one Delights of West Boca, and it's your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Or David's a bit. I'm sick of family. Enough of this. I had my fill of them this Christmas. I'm glad it's over and I'm finally home. Yes. Please, God, let my folks move the room. Sick of hearing about my pops bypass surgery. Sick of hearing about my mom's fake screwed up trick knee. My sister Doris weighs 300 pounds. 
water she sits on and water it drowns. Then there's my cousin Ernie from L.A. What a shocker, he's gay. It's okay, we know. You're a mo. Sick of my family. I'm glad that I'm home. Please, God, let my folks move the road. And we were telling him what, that we don't know? That it's, uh, well, I didn't know what was going on up in Store until shooting now. in Coral Gables, store shooting. How unusual, guns in America, people shooting up. At the Merritt Park Mall. What channel are you on? Ten. Ten? Is Dwight Lauderdale on there? No. Good. Another guy. Oh, this, you know something? This cable really blows here. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they're not doing it. Well, what channel is ten on this cable? Eleven. <laughs> like I said, prisoners have been enlisted to fight this fight. And then find out. Boy, she looks awful. What the hell is her name, that news bitch? I don't know. Oh, don't you? Was that Diane Magnum? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm telling you, that's who that just was only moments ago. Your You'll see friend? after the break. She looked, she looked like she's aged about, aged about 400 years. Maybe Dwight got the. Now, that, that jingle isn't what I want for uh, the Bee Gees. That's crap. CKFW Golden. There you go. And it was Diane Magnum. She looks like crap. That'll learn her to do that. Hey, story. Diane, you look like a hundred years old, bitch. Man. I can think of younger days When living for my life Was everything a man could want to do I could never see How can you 
FM lied, huh? They were going to play all BGs all day today in honor of Morris Gibb dying yesterday, and I guess they lied, huh? You lied! Probably Greg Vidal had something to do with it. Here's a fact. No, we shouldn't say that. We hate you, Greg. I'm sorry. What was that? I'm hoping that was on the CD. Oh, that is on the CD. Well, you just relax. Some of those are a little bit tight, okay? I can't relax in this place. The power going out all the Here's time. Here's a like fact that says, hey, Neil, the best song in the BG song is, you don't know what it's like to love somebody. We're getting going to get to it. See, I played a lot of these before the show for George, and I was just playing them, listening to them. And so I'm confused as to which ones I played and didn't play. I probably should have marked them, but that wouldn't have been any fun. Then it also says, Mo is in deep Schmidt if he doesn't get some material fast. Maybe Suds can start reading the sports page. Anything is better than the Momeister. Also it says, I used to defend George until I found out he was Cuban. For everyone who thinks he's gay, I think we all know about Cuban men. Que maricon, it says. Que maricon. It's got like 50 hours. Well, yeah, we do know. We know about, about most of them, but you wouldn't want to touch George anyway. He's just too generic. Five, six, seven. He's like, if you look up generic human being in the dictionary, there's George's picture right there. He just, you know, he's bland. Bland, exactly. In fact, his favorite football player was George Blanda. Who? Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Do you remember years ago, QAM used to come out with the top 56. They had these cards with a tiger on them. Oh, it had the top 56 Oh, that's ball. before I came here. That's long before. Ricky, right. That's when Ricky Tickey was here. Yeah, well, I remember they, uh, a lot of the VG's top hits, you know, number ones were on those. I believe I still have some of those cards. Uh, I just have a couple stories real quick. Uh, I used to do, like, carpet work in Miami. I grew up in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I did carpet work for, on, uh, for the VG's home in Miami Beach. And uh, I got to meet the mother and stuff, and they were some of the best people you could ever meet. They catered to us to make sure that we were all comfortable to do their work in their home. How do you like that? And uh, she was a very nice woman. They had some... Uh, you know, he had uh, a maid service or whatever, a housekeeper there, but they were really nice. Gave us lunch, make sure all the stuff was out of the room. You know, when you put carpet down, you have the furniture out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then Andy, we used to see him over there at uh, uh, what was it called Pappy's over there across from the Jockey Club on Biscayne Boulevard. Mm -hmm. He used to be over there and hanging out. We used to buy her one round of drinks over there. And uh, it, it was a hell of a time back then down there in Miami. Uh, listen, it was one other song I was curious. It's called get, Gotta Get a Message to You. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, a real sad one. I've got to get a message to you. It sounds like another depressing song. Wait a minute. Put the gun down. It's not that depressing. It gets a little on the morbid side. But it's great music. We don't care. Okay? Can't all be upbeat. It can't all be like, you know, disco stuff. It's a little of this, a little bit of that. Can't all be KC and the Sunshine Band. How's his parrot doing, by the way? KC. 
Don't you remember? Yeah, parrot? No. Oh, yeah, that's before your time. Way, way back when. There was a big story in the uh, parade. Is that the uh, Herald? What one of those in the TV book? Or the, the Sunday uh, magazine, whatever they call it. How about his uh, parrot and his cockatoo? 26 past. I bet you KC has seen a lot. 26 past noon at 560 WQAM. I bet you Jeff Cohen has seen a lot, you know? We were just over there. The Rimmers and I were there having a free meal last week. At the Pizza Loft in Davie. Man, the food is continuing to be good. And you know what? I had some sausage and meatballs with oozing cheese melted on it. Mm. See, there it is again. Oozing with... What's wrong with that? I like oozing melted cheese. Hot poppin' cheese. Oh, man. There's nothing like some good <laughs> cheese. Anyway, the food is incredible at the Pizza Loft. It's fresh. It's delicious. The portions are just so gigantic, you'll say, I can't believe this. And the prices continue to be so reasonable. It's like a miracle. Every Monday, like tonight, is lasagna night at the loft. Tuesday's eggplant night. Buy one of these dinners on these days. Get the second one for only five bucks. Every Wednesday, kids eat feed with adults. They can see Jeff's famous magic show. Whip it out for him. Every Thursday is bike night at the loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner. Get the second one for a half price. They do a great job of catering any affair you got. They deliver right to your door if you like. Or you can also pick it up. 954-916-8880 is the original Broward location of Pizza Loft. That's in Davie, right between Griffin and 595, next to Nova Southeastern, behind Pier 1 Imports. 954-916-8880. And don't forget the brand new pizza loft out there by me in West Broward. That's on the corner of Nob Hill and Sunrise, right behind Walgreens. And for takeout and delivery and catering, here's the number for there. 954-382-1999. With the same great food, the same gigantic portions, and the same teeny tiny prices, and the same wild Jeff Cohen running around without the painted fingernails, by the way. He's butching up his image just a little bit, not too much. Here's that number again in uh, Plantation 382-1999. Two great Broward locations for you now, the world-famous Pizza Law. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Here's God. Gordon Lightfoot. He's more popular than ever. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. And now, Gordon Lightfoot boards the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and steers a course for disaster in his new tribute album, Gordon Lightfoot Sinks Led Zeppelin. Been days and confused for so long it's not true. Wanted a woman never bargained for you. Dazed and confused, Gordon Lightfoot renders his version of Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. We come from the land of the ice and the snow, from the midnight sun where the hot springs blow. Gordon Lightfoot sinks Led Zeppelin. It's a whole lot of stuff like this. Hey, hey, mama, said the way that you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. It's the compact disc that's lower than the bottom of Lake Superior. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. If there's a bustle in your CD player, don't be alarmed now. It's just Gordon Lightfoot sinks Led Zeppelin. Yours truly, WQAM. 560. Musically, Miami. 1235 at 560 WQM, 569 votes on the pool. What's your take on the Bee Gees? Great, one of the best groups ever. 202, 35.5%. Okay, I like some of their music, 157. That's another 27.5%. The Bee Gees suck. 103 people out there said the Bee Gees suck. They're probably busy listening to uh, MC Hammer and MC Stammer and uh, Ja Rule. Yeah, exactly. And R. Kelly. And Nelly makes me sick in my belly. 103 say the Bee Gees suck. 
Good, 83, 14.5%. And who are the Bee Gees, 24? 24 people going like that. Probably Greg Reed voted for that. Who are the Bee Gees? Getting back briefly to this story, if I can. Survey, this New York Times, more than 1,200 priests tied to abuse. The sexual abuse crisis that engulfed the Roman Catholic Church in the past 12 months has spread to almost every American diocese and involves more than 1,200 priests, most of whose careers straddle a sharp divide in church history and seminary training. Those are among the conclusions drawn from an extensive New York Times survey of documented cases of sexual abuse of minors by priests over the past six decades. The survey, covering cases through December 31, 2002, compiled the names and histories of 1,205 accused priests. It counted 4,268 people who have claimed publicly or in lawsuits that they've been abused by priests, though experts say there are surely many more who have remained silent. The survey, the most complete compilation of data on the problem available, provides a statistical framework for viewing the sexual abuse crisis against the modern history of the American Catholic Church. It found, for example, that most priests accused of abuse were ordained between the mid-1950s and the 70s, a period of upheaval in the church when men trained in the traditional authoritarian seminary system were sent out to serve in a rapidly changing church and social culture. Most of the abuse occurred in the 1970s and 80s, the survey found. The number of priests accused of abuse declined sharply by the 90s. The data showed that priests secretly violated vulnerable youth long before the first victim sued the church and went public in 1984 in Louisiana. Some incidents date back from the 30s and 40s. This has been going on for decades, probably centuries, said Richard K. O'Connor, a former Dominican priest who says he was one of ten boys sexually assaulted by three priests in a South Bronx, New York parish in 1940 when he was ten years old. It's just that all of a sudden they got caught. The survey also shows how pervasive the abuse has been. Using information from court records, news reports, church documents, and interviews, the survey found accusations of abuse in all but 16 of the 177 Latin Rite dioceses in the United States. Every region in the U.S. was affected, with 206 accused priests in the West, 246 in the South. It goes on with the numbers. The crisis reached big cities such as Boston, L.A., and smaller ones such as Louisville, Kentucky, with 27 accused priests, and St. Cloud, Minnesota, with nine. And it goes on a great length. You can read more about it on our website. Did you ever find that other story, by the way? No? About the Israelis who killed those two 15-year-old Palestinian boys? CBS News had it on there, and all of a sudden it kind of like Oi. disappeared. Because I downloaded the whole story, printed it out. And Carlos went to put it on our website, along with all of our other very important stuff. And uh, for some strange reason, it kind of like disappeared. Oi. Well, we don't want to be picking on Israel, you know that. It ain't good for the right wing. And for Armageddon, and for all those of our business are going. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Good. One hundred one point five. No Bee Gees. Are you serious? No, I've been back and forth, back and forth ever since I heard you say that. Are you sure? Absolutely not. How do you like that? So in other words, they're trying to exploit it by promoting the fact they're going to play it, and then they got people like you turning on over there, and you find out that they're full of crap. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be listening to that station ever. But for this. I would definitely tune in. Shame on them. Shame on them. And, and you know something? I was looking forward as much as I love the Mad Dog and listening on the way home. I was going to punch it up on the way home at 1 o'clock and hear, you know, because I like hearing it in stereo, like it might actually sound good as opposed to here, and it's not going to be there. It's not there. Unless Shame on them. All, unless it's going to be played later today, but... I say we're going to change the name of that station to Blight, B-L-I-G-H-T, as a blight on your radio, dot Blight 101.5. That's a good idea. You know the Bee Gees uh, went through like a decade of... of you know, there are people. I mean, I come from Ohio, and if you said in 1981 that you enjoyed the Bee Gees, 
Boy, you were, I was in high school at the time, and boy, you were just Tarred and torn feathered. apart. Tarred and feathered, that's it was right. unbelievable. It was, a, it was a media thing, you know, the radio station. Well, thing. it's that disco thing again. Well, you know, what was, you know, what, the reason I think the Bee Gees were, were, were torn apart so much is be, uh, disco music was the music of the minorities. You know, it was, it was black, it was female, it was gay. gay, it gay. Was, so then you have these three white uh, guys singing uh, disco music, and I guess they use them as the anti-disco. Three, disco three white stuff. guys with high-pitched voices singing disco music. Exactly right. You know, oh. you think it was a regional thing because it seemed like the Midwest was super anti-disco, and the mm -hmm. coastal areas were maybe less so. I mean, did Miami go through an anti-disco phase in the late eighties? I don't know. Was in the late seventies? Late seventies, early eighties? I don't. I, uh, I, I don't think it. so. No. I don't think well, so and probably one of the reasons that is that most of that music, or a hell of a lot of it, was made here, like we were talking before. Exactly, TK Records, and, right? Uh, the whole, uh, you know, another thing is, is if the '70s, if you remember in the '80s, even talking about the '70s, the clothes, the fashion, the music was, you know, terrible. It's funny that decade has been re relived and redone and rehashed over the past seven, eight, nine years more than any other decade. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could go to a party, uh, any anything. You're going to hear more music from the 70s. You just, won't, you just won't see the bell-bottom pants, anything. though. You won't see the bell-bottom pants. No, not on the guys. But if you go to South Beach yeah. and look at the girls really? on, on the South Beach. They're coming back? The girls have been wearing bell-bottom pants bell I'll be goddamn. You know, the, the straight hair, the bell-bottom. Maybe bell Rayburn's coming back, too. Who is? I say have a great day. Thank you. See ya. I just mentioned that because you see all those on the game show channel. And they show them all these uh, game shows. They're all wearing those big 70s bell-bottom pants. So they're making a comeback. Don't throw them out. Hey, listen, Mo, don't worry. I, I think one of these days the lime green pants are going to make a comeback, too. You'll be a fashion plate. Yeah, he's still pissed off at me because I don't own any checkered or yellow or lime green pants. How about plaid? Oh, that's tomorrow. 1241 at 5. I'm going to even wear some Argyle socks and white bucks. 19 till 1 at QAM. Hey, guys, the New Year's here. If your New Year's resolution is a high-paying commuter career, now is the time to act. Fast Train is holding a free career seminar tomorrow evening at its Kindle, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines locations again. This is a free seminar. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat. That's 866-FAST-TRAIN. Make 2003 the year that you're in a high-paying computer job. If you're overworked, underpaid, or in a real suck-ass job, this could be the most important 15 minutes of your life. Fast Train can have you certified and ready for a dream job and a serious paycheck in just four short months. So call Fast Train toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got convenient day, evening, and weekend classes waiting for you. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to reserve your seat for tomorrow night. For directions, just check them out on the web, FastTrain.com. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Yeah. Well, that's it. Well, what do you mean that's it? Well, there's no rejoin there. Well, in that case... This is the Neil Rogers Show. My bad. This is your brain. Any questions? How about Jim Croce for the list? It's nine o'clock on a Sunday night. And I'm gonna watch HBO There's some dumb show about a funeral home Where did Tony and Big Pussy go? I've had to wait over a year and a half To see if that Russian guy's dead But when I turn on the tube I'm sure getting screwed 
because they're showing all this instead. Goomba, goomba, da da da. Goomba, da 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 da. Where the hell are the sopranos, man? I've waited too long for this thing. I wanna see Polly and Silvio in the back room of the Bada Bing. The last episode. There's so many things I forgot. Did Polly get whacked? Is Furio smoking crack? And does Tony still sail the Stugats? So I pick up the latest TV guide, and that's when I start feeling fine. Thank God HBO's bringing back the day goes. Each and every Sunday at nine. Oh, it's season four of The Sopranos, man. Good thing they're bringing it back. If I had to wait even one second more, I'd have my cable guy whacked. Hey, forget about it. It's about friggin' time, ain't it? Tony. He ain't got a what like Brady? Oh, there's a mad dog, Jim Maddich, who's on his way to do a scintillating show between one and three. All Bee Gees today, oh. said the mad dog. He came in his lime green suit in honor of Mo. Maurice, that is. Oh, the wrong Mo. Okay. Here's a... <laughs> Boy, what... now what's his story? Can you smell that? He's got enough nope. aftershave on here. I mean, seriously, he's been here a million times. He never does that. What's he covering up? Seriously, can you... didn't any of it linger in there? No, of course, I'm farting a lot, remember? No, no, no. The Mad Dog is wearing enough aftershave. It's like he took a whole bottle of um, Menin, you know, some real cheap, cheesy a splash on. Right. And, like, bathed in it. Maybe he just gave the crow a big hug. That could be. Or maybe Mo. Here's a fax from Rafik, who says he is not a geek. No, he didn't say that. He says, thank you for appropriately paying tribute to one of the greatest bands of my time. I'm really sad because Maurice was only... I see... I... I always called him Maurice. I'm Old sorry. School, His so name is Morris. Have. They all called him, or you're right, was only 53. Listening to their music always brings back fond memories. It's obvious why the other South Florida radio stations are not playing their music. They pandered the Hispanic community as usual. <laughs> there you go again. Here's a fact from Wally and Deerfield. Says, I'm pleased with the Bee Gees tribute, arguably one of the best groups ever. Timeless. Absolutely correct, sir. Wonder if you might be commenting on the outgoing Illinois Governor Ryan and his sentence commutation of all death row inmates incarcerated within his state. As a sympathizer with the concept of capital punishment abolition, I'm curious if I'm in a minority. Yes, you are, Wally in Deerfield. He says, maybe a pool. Not necessary. We've done that before. Trust me when I tell you. You're one of about, what, a half of 1%? Right. They want to kill people, baby. And, I, and my comment is, what a hoot. Until the first Willie Horton comes along, and one of these guys uh, off somebody. And then they'll say, oh, gee, maybe I went a little bit too far, you know. A little bit too far. Well, let's, I tell you what, let's just start all over again. There's so many people in jail who don't belong there. Let's just open up all the jails, let everybody out, and we'll start all over again. Okay. Kind of yeah. like what Castro did in uh, Marielle. Uh, uh, 12.51 at 5, that's how Carlos got in here. Sneaked in on a raft. And he wasn't no alien, I'll tell you that. Although his uh, abuela did measure his penis. She had excellent eyesight. And she bit his tongue. Kick off the new year with a... How was it? You got that backward, I think. She measured his tongue. Kick off the new year with a new mattress from <laughs> Dial-A-Mattress. If you haven't been sleeping good, you don't feel worth a crap, man. 
Getting a good night's sleep is a lot of what life's all about. You feel good all day. So get you the best mattress going at an unbeatable price, a name brand mattress we're talking about. You know the smart way to buy it from Dollar Mattress like we do here at QAM. 1-800-MATTRESS, M-A-T-T-R-E-S. You'll be sleeping like a little baby all year long. And like I said, the best names in the universe, Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every style, whatever you want, they got it in stock ready for nearly immediate delivery. No phony sales, no bait and switch like department stores. And as far as delivery is concerned, unbeatable. They have a 99% on-time record of which they're obviously proud. And believe you me, whenever you want them to deliver, they'll be there even the same day you call them or within any uh, uh, two-hour window that you pick, like between noon and 2, 1 and 3, etc., on the day you want when it's convenient for you. So do what the smart folks here at QM, which isn't too many, Miguel, George, yours truly, have been doing. Sleeping on a mattress from Dollar Mattress, your back will thank you. Enjoy the new year with that someone special or all by yourself or with that blow-up doll with a new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Call 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. That's 1-800-MATTRESS, the perfect way to start off the new year. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Wonderful WQAM. Yes, it is a good day to come out of the Bee Gees closet. Everybody can admit, even those who for years have been hiding in there, they like the music secretly. And behind closed doors, they listen to it, they loved it, they tapped their foot, they juked and jived, they danced, they were alive. And then uh, out in public consumption, oh, we don't like that, that's a bunch of uh, disco crap. Today it's finally palatable, it's acceptable, it's too bad that Morris had a croak, uh, you know, to do it. But at any rate, even the Mad Dog, who's coming up next, he said he likes the Bee Gees a lot. I think what he that? really meant to say was he loves the Bee Gees. And for a jock like the Mad Dog, who has to really keep that macho image. A manly man. A man's man who smells like uh, Old Spice today, by the way. For a guy like that, uh, that's a big step. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is better.